Squeezer. Hey, buddy. Sorry for my false start. I forgot to hit record. We got to record it. Oh, Ferris is here. He made it. He's well, up down hey, the beach. Well, hey, you live. Edward, Brian, Autumn, Joe, the whole family is here with oh, us. Because guess what, Squeezer? I remembered to hit go live this week. I'm yeah. a champion. Uh, I don't think anyone was going to let you forget it. In celebration of said championship, Squeezer, talk to yep. the people. I... You just took the wind out of my sails. Oh. Actually, you didn't. Because while you're opening your one beer, last week I had my two beer mug. This week I have my one, two, three beer mug. It's my giant so... Stein. From Movie Tavern. Holds three beers. You guys are going to be hearing our filler music more than once this week. I left it in the show last week. I forgot. That's what happens when you make me edit this at 2 a.m., you slave driver. Me? Yeah, you. Blame them. All right. I'm blaming them. I'm bl I can't blame them. They're our fans. I have to blame fair you. Enough. You have to take. All right. Fair take... enough. I'll take the hit. That's what I'm designed for. That's why I'm so roly-poly and... You're, Adorable. You're very both, handsome. Both physically and emotionally, I can take a beating. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any anyone could take an emotional beating like you. No. Uh, but you thrive on it though, so it's not really fair. I do. I, I would. I feel left out if, uh, like, I get bummed if I'm not being made fun of for one reason or another. I'm like, oh, no one likes me. I guess. Huh? <laughs> I do need a boot. That's Paris. healthy. Ferris said I need a boot. Uh, Edward's in the house. I don't think Edward's been here. Edward Michael hasn't been uh, in any of our shows before. This might be his first live show. All right. I, I'm going to do my first impression. Joe shouted out to do an impression. He asked me to do Trump uh, criticizing RK for not pressing record. So here it is. Hey, everybody. How about that, RK? Fake news. A lot of people told me. A lot of people. And he's quite... He's quite insulting and very nasty, very rude, very rude. I used to like this guy. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know what happened. He used to press record all the time. He used to press go live. Not lately. A lot of people have told me he's not doing it at all. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's kind of how he is. He just, he just goes into those high moments where a lot of people have told him things and I don't know. Maybe a lot of people did tell him I forgot to hit go live. It's not cool, guys. Why are you telling President Trump that I keep forgetting to? Uh, I think of, I, I think he'd have bigger problems with you. Um, me? Yeah. He would not yeah. like me. Yeah. Why does this guy have so many? I don't get it. All the toys. What's with him? <laughs> uh, probably. Um. So, uh, how are you, handsome? Uh, good. I'm fantastic. I gotta, I gotta admit. Yeah, it's um, pretty, yeah, good. I'm a little hot. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, 
little hot in here, but I'm all right with well, it. Well, I have, like, my basement's kind of like, I have this open concept in my basement where all, like, whatever the weather is outside is inside in my basement. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> my top three Donalds. Joe wants uh, Squeezer to rank his top three Donalds. Duck is up there. Duck, yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Pleasance. Donald Pleasance. And... Sutherland? Um, Sutherland? Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, Edward, wow. Edward Ed, that's says... That's me trying to think of... Go, three Donalds. Edward says oh, yeah. he's the guy who wanted to get us a beer on his next pass through PA, but COVID's a bastard. Once COVID's cleared up, Edward, you come through, you get... We'll, we'll buy... Yakos is on Squeezer, and that beer is on me. Okay, Yakos. That's why I keep promising anyone who's going to come visit us. They get we're, we're taking them to Yakos. Because I have to buy Yakos for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have buy. credit. It's okay. Okay, so I'm going to give everyone my honest opinion of Hamilton. <laughs> uh, oh, so we saw. I, I listen. It's probably good. I just don't like musicals. <laughs> you know this. He does not. The fans know this. Enchantress knows this. Yet I, I humor her because I know how much she loved him. We were in Chicago. We went to see the play proper, and I was so close to falling asleep in the first act. But like two weeks prior, I went with her to see Hugh Jackman in concert, and he started off the concert by asking how many people know of him just from playing Wolverine. And I raised my hand. And he's like, "You're in for a long night." And then um, I fell asleep three times because <laughs> he proceeded to sing show tunes for seven hours. Uh, so fast forward a few weeks and um, uh, we're in uh, Chicago and she's got tickets to see uh, uh, Hamilton. She's super fucking excited. I'm like, so boring. Must stay awake. <laughs> uh, and then we watched it. She watched it twice. Uh, I was running errands on Friday the 3rd. Her and her mom watched it in the afternoon, and then we went to her parents' house to watch it a second time. Uh, and yes, I agree with Ferris. Um, Lin-Manuel, he did a great job. The song Writing that many songs, it's got to be hard. But I don't, yeah, for me, it's like... Mm. Uh, yeah, not I'm, exactly. And I'm just not a fan of musicals, so it's not okay no, to ask I my like, opinion. I like the it. break in the song... In my own life, yeah, I do it at random and mm -hmm. it's enjoyable, but I don't like seeing other people do it. Yeah, I just, I'm just, and and don't and Joe, don't take me not liking it as that it's bad. It's just I don't like musicals, so I got pissed when I went to see South Park Bigger Longer Uncut, and I'm like, oh, it's a musical, but they kept me in with all the dick and fart jokes, so they appealed. Yeah, if there would have been some dick and fart jokes in Hamilton. You know, maybe they would have kept my interest. I have the attention span of a 10-year-old. Um, yeah, we'll learn about it. Let's go to the library. <laughs> uh, I guess he's getting flack because he's portraying slave owners. But, yeah, George Washington was a slave owner. It's, you know, yeah, if you're going to portray him, uh... you're portraying a slave owner. Um. Best Simpsons or Family Guy musical number? Oh, um, uh, the the from chimpanzee to chimpanzee, <laughs> the the um, Troy McClure, uh, yeah, um, Planet of the Apes the musical. I hate every ape I see. 
from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. I, I'm butchering it. Would I rather watch yeah, Hamilton? I, would, I gotta go. What? Oh, no, oh I thought I got to pick one, but all right, fine. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're getting oh. pick one. Uh, I gotta go Quickie Mart or Sherry Bobbins just because she dies at the end. And oh. I find that amusing. My second favorite one would be he's checking in. <laughs> He's checking because those are actual music, well, fake musical numbers. Yeah, Stonecutters is good though too. Yeah. Um, Autumn asked me if I'd rather watch Hamilton or Frozen Two. Oh. Uh, see, Autumn, you put me in a, a quite the predicament because tomorrow morning, as she drives to work, Enchantress is going to be listening to this, and whichever I say, that's what we're going to be watching next. <laughs> So, can you put Caddyshack 2 on, as a third? <laughs> Just for me, because we're friends, and I sent you all those stickers. I sent you your own pack of stickers, Autumn. God damn it. Please put Caddyshack 2 on that list. Monorail. 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 Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. Did you... Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, Squeezer. And I, don't, nope. I don't watch current WWF wrestling. WWE no. wrestling. Uh, but I did see the new US championship belt and it is fucking sexy. I I like it. I want to buy that belt and wear it around town. It is a goddamn nice looking belt. Um I was like, damn. And I, I really didn't I mean you the US championship is a uh, WCW title and an NWA title. Uh, it was never a WWF title. So, like, I never, I, I have no connection to it because it was never defended when we watched wrestling. Uh, you'll agree to that, right there, handsome? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but this thing is damn sexy. It's apparently um, a printed belt squeezer, it was, it was 3D printed. By a laser-formed powder compound. Ooh. Yes. It's And you know why I like it the most? Uh, hmm. You know why it, it tugs at my heartstrings? There's an eagle on it? There's a fucking eagle on it. Exactly. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw it, I go, oh, RK's going to love this. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's, it's very uh, shiny. And, well, Jake showed it to me. And the f first question I had was, does it spin? He said, no, it doesn't I spin. spin. I hate the spin. <laughs> so I texted him the night I saw it, and he didn't. Even, he watches. He didn't even see it yet. And he looked it up. He's like, damn, that's a sex belt. <laughs> I was like, it is. That might be the best-looking new-style championship belt uh, since the Big Eagle, uh, as far as I like. I haven't okay. liked the belt they've introduced since the Big Eagle, or the Smoking Skull belt, I'll say. Uh I don't like the new tag titles with the Roman heads on them. What are they properly called? Footlight or whatever. Uh, hoplites. Hoplites. There you go. Um, I don't like those. But apparently. And be, that would be Greek. Greek. Apparently they're, they have new SmackDown tag titles that they've had since WrestleMania 35. And they've just been sitting on. Uh, from Dan, Dan Beltzer. Belt fan Dan. Uh, I guess that's a, a play on Dave Meltzer, Dan Beltzer. Um, 
uh, but I have not liked the belt design since the belts we grew up on. And but this is this one is. I'll tell you what. Go look it up. The new WWF US Championship or WWE. Um. Oh, Ismail already needs uh, a refill on bur- his bourbon. Oh, boy. I have my three-beer mug here. I'm going to take a giant sip of this bastard. <laughs> now you got me singing. He's checking in in my He's head. He's checking in. Rank all the wrestling belts you've ever seen. All right, number one. Um is the best belt ever is the winged eagle, the old school WWF championship, right? Yeah. Number two, in my opinion, squeezer is the tag, the original tag team title, not the original, but the one that was around the same time as the winged eagle. I love that belt with the globe in the middle. Ah, oh, and they got to make me Google shit. Um, you know, the one, uh, that like, Demolition War and Nasty Boys War and yeah, I can I can kind of yeah okay yep, gorgeous belt. Then I'd yeah. say the IC title. Then I'd say Big Gold. Then I'd say ECW World Title. Uh, um, I don't know. There's a lot of I got there's so many there's been so many titles. Smoking Skull is pretty cool. Uh, the Big Eagle that they introduced in '96. Eight after Austin won the title, uh, it was like bittersweet because it replaced the winged eagle, but it still was a sexy looking belt. Um, yes, so Joe asked if I ever saw the alternate real world's champion belt that Ric Flair had after he gave the WCW one back to WCW. You remember when he came and he had the big gold when he came in '92, squeezer? I don't remember that. No. So Ric Flair came to uh. We'll have to finish it. All right, Edward. We'll see you, buddy. Have a good day at work, and we'll I'll upload it right tonight. Don't worry. So when uh, Ric Flair came to WWF in 1992, he wasn't he didn't get paid, and he had the big gold belt. Uh, he took it with him, and he was strutting and cutting with it on WWF television. He was sued and everything, and they eventually reached an agreement. And he gave it back, but they it was still in the storyline. So they just were blurring it out, and they gave him one of the old WWF uh, tag titles. So he was just holding up a WWF tag title belt and like house shows, but they blurred it out <laughs> so you didn't know what it was. Um, so that that was I always thought that was funny. Oh, ninety one. Sorry, not ninety two. Um, yeah, right. So they the origi- Brian said the original hardcore was hideous and was supposed to be a joke. For mankind, it was a broken winged eagle, and they just yeah, it just took off. And then, like, everyone had their own version. I remember Tommy Dreamers was pretty cool with the New York license plate. Uh, but uh, WCW tried to put out like a hardcore title, and it was just cheap and lame. But regardless, that new US title is a fucking sexy title belt. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's classy, it is, it's classy, exactly. It looks it, it 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 harkens me to old titles like classic yeah. titles, and I do like it. Um, so yeah, as soon as like cheap Chinese knockoffs come at, start coming out, I might have to get one. Mm-hmm. Yes, might. We'll get one. He's uh, already clearing out space in the. Ian's gonna be putting a new cabinet then, together yeah, tomorrow, a, isn't he? A new curio cabinet from IKEA, the Deltoff. 
Comes in five colors, all clear. <laughs> the Delta from Ikea. Buy yours today. Uh, yes, the genius and Mr. Perfect smashed it. And the, uh, hey, pal, we gotta keep that, pal. We gotta use it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's just one thing I wanted to bring up for you, Squeezer. Since we are talking fads of the 1990s and wrestling yeah. was pretty much a pretty big 90s fad. I'm not saying it died in the 90s, but it was a huge fad in the 90s. Oh, no. It was, yeah. Like, it started, and then it kind of pumped the brakes a bit. You would disagree, because you at that time were all in, but no one else was. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, went out in a fucking blaze of glory at the end of the 90s. Uh, no yeah. offense, Diesel. 97 was probably his hottest, its hottest year of wrestling. I would say, right? You would agree? Uh, 97 was the NWO. It was fucking Austin, 316, the Montreal Screwjob. 97, it couldn't have been hotter in wrestling. Yeah, uh, 97, it was hot and it was taken off, but I feel like it, it grew from there. Like they made, they started really making their money in like 98, 99. Yeah, but yeah, of course, because it just, 97 lit the fire. Yeah. No, like those three years, those are prime. Same thing. Wrestling and Simpsons, like at that time, was absolute best. Um, yes, I agree. Rest Simpsons, too. Uh, so uh, that's about all. That's all the early talk I had. He's checking in. He's checking in. You suck. <laughs> Uh, so we are talking 90s fads tonight, um, and it's kind of early to be getting for us on a night show. To, is there anything you else want to, you want to shoot the shit about, Squeezer? Uh, no. No, no. Oh, I, well, I can I can say I just I just finished watching Camp Nowhere. Uh, oh yeah, I was we inspired we, by we, you guys. Yeah, you uh, we watched Roger Abbott tonight. So yeah, as you it was said, Christopher Lloyd yeah, Knight Christopher at our Lloyd homes. Night. Yeah. Um. I watched. I started watching Watchmen last night, the HBO series, and I was fucking hooked right away. We watched two episodes. I was sucked right in. Damn, it's good. All right, maybe I'll start. We finished. Um, we finished uh, Parks and Rec Monday completely. Mm-hmm. Again, it. yeah. I mean, I've seen it multiple times. It was her first run too. And then Sunday, here's oh. something for you, Squeezer. And this is going to create a lot Man, of. Con I wish it could be my first run through. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, it's great. You know all the jokes, so you let it go. But, um, Th this is going to be uh, controversial, Squeezer. What I'm about to say. Uh oh. Roger Abbott did hold up. It was great. But you know what didn't hold up? Sunday night we watch. All right, you guys. I'm gonna get flack for this. Sunday night, we watched The Goonies, and I was bored out of my mind. Huh. I probably haven't watched it since the 80s, maybe early 90s, and it was on our list to watch on Sunday nights. And I'm like, oh, God, this is just mangled, and there's two different directions, and it's, it's just, like, it's not, it takes forever to get anywhere. When was the last time you watched The Goonies? 
Uh, all right, probably within the last five years, maybe. You watched it in five years and you liked it? I couldn't even tell. I, I agree with you. It's probably, it's definitely slow to start. Slow to start? <laughs> all right, yeah, they don't get in that cave for like an hour. <laughs> it slogs on through the whole movie. And I'm sitting there like, why did I like this so much as a kid? Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's I'm blasphemous. It's blasphemous. Well, but... I just watched Camp Nowhere, and I actually enjoyed it. So I'll go back and watch Goonies. Well, and, just uh... if, if you haven't watched Goonies in a few years, watch it with fresh eyes. And then come back and tell me. If, if you think I'm wrong, tell me. Her, hashtag Hurtful Ryan. Uh, I will, because I'm not going to say it on this show. Yeah, right. Uh... I'm going to give you my honest opinion if I don't like it. <laughs> I'm giving you my no. honest opinion. So I went and did some research. And... um. Thank you, Autumn. Autumn said she hasn't watched it in a while, but she'd probably feel the same way. So I, I did some research, research, and a lot of the actors were complaining that on any given day, Spielberg was directing or Richard Donner was directing. You didn't know who was in control that day. And it definitely feels like that kind of movie. That's healthy. Right. Uh, even though it was a, a Richard Donner picture, Spielberg was producing, mm-hmm. and it was, it was his idea. And any given day, he was on the set directing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sure for uh, Matt's right. Matt says Goonies starts slow, but it still holds up for kids. Absolutely. As a kid, I love this movie. But as a soon to be 38 year old, <laughs> I did not like it. Um, yeah, I think if it did come out today, it would flop. And they, especially when it, it holds. And here's the problem. The child acting isn't great. And when you watch like. um. Stranger Things, it's fucking fantastic. And yeah, we're comparing, a, a, you know, 30 years here. But still, mm-hmm. like, it's 35 years even, right? If I'm doing my math correctly. 35, yeah, 35 years. Uh, but, like, the acting in Stranger Things, those kids are great, and they, they suck you in, and I could watch that over and over. But they're acting in, like... um Samwise is just not that good, and Brolin is not that good. <laughs> uh, you know, Short Round is okay, and <laughs> Mouth is, you know. Monster Squad, yes, I would say Monster Squad is better than Goonies. I watched Monster Squad in the last five years, and I really enjoyed it. Monster Squad is better than Goonies, for sure. Uh, and I didn't want to, I was like, oh shit, this is going to start up controversy because we all ha- watched. Like, look at this movie with rose-colored glasses. We hold it so fondly. But it's uh, it's slow. Even Joey Pants, man, he's not that good at it. The, the, the toupee jokes are always classic. But I would say the best actor is Sloth with his weird animated face thing he's wearing. <laughs> uh, yes, Monster Squad for sure holds up. Wolfman's got nards. One of the best lines that I often repeated in inappropriate occasions as a kid all the time. I love Monster Squad. Uh, I, I But as a kid, again, I'm going to say something that might not be popular, but as a kid, I always like Monster Squad better than Goonies, too. Um, okay. Pick for best child acting in an 80s, 90 film with an ensemble cast. Hmm. I guess there's only one child in Return to Oz, so I can't pick that. <laughs> that was a joke. That movie's fucking scary. So it's like an ensemble kids movie. Yeah, Stand By Me. Stand By Me's good. 
That's a good one. Um, Monster Squad. But Goonies are just all over the place. And the kid who played Chunk, man, no wonder he's still not in Hollywood. He was fucking awful. Sandlot. There you go. Sandlot. Yeah, there you go. That's number one. Yeah, that might be. Might be the number one pick right there. Yeah, Stan Winston. He's, he did great. Monster Squad's a great And if movie. you want to watch Sandlot, just turn on the MLB Network at any point of the day, and right. they'll probably be on. <laughs> it's all they play. It's either that or Bull Durham. Uh, well, yeah, you can't go wrong with either of those. It, no, you can't. Or no. ma- you throw Major League Two in there, and you'll be all right, too. Um... Oh, I love Little Giants. Rick Moranis. Yes, Rick Moranis. Icebox. Al Bundy. Al Bundy's not playing Al Bundy. He's playing a man with confidence and money. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Um, Yeah, great movie. Ooh, Silver Bullet more than Monster Squad. That is a hot take. Hot take. We're here on the Rad Years podcast. You can make a hot take. We're okay with it. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my giant three-beer mug of beer. You know what, Ferris? You might be right. Sandlot might very well be the definitive summer movie. Even though it takes place basically in our parents' era of growing up, to me it always reminds me of growing up. Oh, Joe's got a pick. Picture with Icebox. Sweet. I'm going to see this guy. Squeezer, entertain the people. All right. Hi, guys. Um, oh, I'm surprised uh, Fancy Pants Candyman didn't talk about the candy. You guys brought it up. The Hershey's uh, Halloween goodness. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw one of those. Oh. One, of, one of the accounts I follow leaked the Frankenstein peanut butter cups with... Um, Green cream, chocolate, and peanut butter a while ago, but mm-hmm. those fucking Hershey Kisses. Oh, that, my God. I'm excited for that. I'm not going to lie. They, they fucked up, though, Squeezer. Why is that? The goo inside is strawberry flavored. It should be cherry yeah. flavored. No. No, it should be cherry flavored. No, strawberry. That's why I'm so. That's why I'm excited for it, because it's strawberry. Eh. Well, it'll still be good. And then the... Marshmallow flavored witch's brew Kit Kat. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed about that because I, I hate marshmallow. So. Oh, I love marshmallow. Uh, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> I love Cool Runnings, Collector Kev. I love Cool Runnings. I love John Candy. We watched Rescuers Down Under, and I got excited because I forgot John Candy was in it. Yeah, I remember I saw Rescuers Down Under first, and then I saw The Rescuers, and I was bummed because it wasn't John Candy. It's his brother, yeah. Not John Candy's brother, but. No, but it's the bird's it's brother. Wilbur, Wilbur. Wilbur's brother, Orville. The Albatross Airlines. Um, do Trump talking Goonies. How about these fascist left-wing tyrants, the Goonies? A lot of people told me these evil kids are going around taking pirate booty, taking baby Ruth candy bars, hanging out with Neanderthal sloth people. I mean, if that's the kind of people you want to associate with, I don't like evil, nasty people, nasty people. I got nothing. Um, John Candy. Oh, Ferris felt like John Candy and Summer Randall lugging 
all the shit down to the beach. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Halloween too. Uh, Halloween, as soon as Target didn't like, like the seasons of Target is what I get excited about. Just like Brian, I get excited about a a, uh, a car wash that has lights and different color foams. I'm like, I want to come visit you and see this car wash. Like one of the things that gets me excited in my old age is when Target changes seasons. I love when they put the the lawn furniture out because I know summer's coming, but they didn't really have mm-hmm. much of a section now. I the one section I hate is fucking back to school, which is now it's fucking depressing. Oh come on, no, that was my favorite. Notepads and uh uh-uh. uh, I meant we're going back to school. Oh, I come love on. as much as I hated going back to school. I love the accoutrement. Oh, I hate going back to school. Uh, but then come, you know what comes next? The uh, Halloween trick or treat boutique uh, at Target, and that is one of my favorite favorite things. And then I like the Christmas stuff there too. So what about that three days where you can get the little uh, uh, fold out crinkle turkeys? Uh, I think that's kind of mixed in between Christmas and and it's like on an end cap. Next to the Halloween stuff. Or in the bottom corner. Um, yeah, probably. God. Comfort zone my ass. That fan's not doing shit. Um... All right, so they want me to do an impression of I forget the of of of, of uh, Snagglepuss getting initiated into Monster Squad. Are we I'm not the... the only thing Snagglepuss got initiated into? Sean, hmm? I can't believe heavens to Murgatroyd! I can't believe Sean and Baby are finally uh, getting into the club, but also along with me, Snagglepuss. <laughs> <laughs> they have that wonderful diary of that handsome Abram Val Helsing. Oh, Hugh Jackman, I could stay awake through your show for seven hours. Unlike RK, the little pussycat. Uh, call back. Call back. Um, yeah, I want. I want. I want to go to that car wash in Pittsburgh. Anyway, uh, we're we're good. A half hour squeezer. Oh, so we've we've filled to a point where we can begin. All right. Well, we've given the people a proper nonsense. We, like, we just got to, yeah, got to warm up, get yeah, the nonsense out. It's a warm up. All right. So I believe I am first, right? I have no idea. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, here is my first pick for 90s fads and trends. Last night I had a real good dream. That commercial was something that was 30 seconds of nonsense from Levi's promoting their big silver tab jeans. Squeezer, did you, do you, first of all, do you remember silver tab jeans and did you wear silver tab jeans? 
Oh, you're not up. There you are. You're potted up now. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Uh, I just heard the ha. As I went, uh, ha. I, I, did I wear them? No. You, you definitely would remember. I, this was the one point in my life I was ever like, I cared about the type of jeans. I wear the shittiest, Amer- like $9 American Eagle jeans now. Uh, and I buy like yeah. three pairs at a time because when the crotch wears out, that's when you throw them out and you get your new pair out. You do? Yeah, the crotch. Ah, that's the, what I've been doing wrong. The crotch wears out first on my jeans. My super stretch American Eagle jeans. Uh, but Yeah, nothing like being a fat kid climbing a set of scaffolding and blowing your crotch out and then having to stand there for nine innings with a piece of gaff tape holding your junk in. <laughs> Done uh, it more than once. So, Squeezer, I'm not yeah. taking any shots at you at all here, but I probably... Fair enough. These probably weren't cut for me. I No, no, no. They were. I was... I weighed probably 60 pounds less back in middle school than I did. I was probably like one, you know, 15 soaking wet in middle school. And I wore jeans bigger than the size you wear now. And T-shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're handsome. Yeah. Very cute. But do, do you remember that fad of wearing clothes way bigger than you would fit you? Oh, yeah. I was even like my thing was uh, fleece. I missed the oversized fleeces. Oh, yeah. Back from, then. Was, from Old Navy. Yeah. Oh, that was that was fantastic. Just go swimming in those things. Yeah. So I, I grew up wearing Lee jeans from the uh, Vanity Fair outlet, Joe. Uh, remember the VF outlet squeezer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going to get my Freddie Galvos T-shirt. Oh, Ferris just spoke to me he said he would get his silver tab from the army navy surplus store that's exactly where i got mine from army navy and while squeeze you probably went there for other well, things like manly things. i went there when it was still an army navy store like when it was a surplus and you can get some cool shit then it kind of switched over to basically just a skate and kayak shop yeah but they well they still serve sell, sell army surplus there ah uh. But, but they, nothing compared to what they used to get. Right. They they really took on the like Jenko, Vans, Airwalk, uh, yeah. Silver Tab. Um, There's a big Carhartt section, too. Right. I wanted to but, wear Jenko so bad. My mom wouldn't let me. Thank God. Uh, but um, yeah, so I wore like XL shirts, even though it's probably a, a extra small girls, extra medium. And I wore big baggy silver tab jeans, black only, black jeans. And the first pair of silver tabs I got, I remember wanting silver tabs so bad. And I got a pair of JC Pennies, but I don't know what the fuck they were. They were different style than the normals. So like normal black silver tabs, like the black just fades until they become like a navy blue almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like these would fade and they look kind of like washed with white underneath the ink, the ink. Like, you know what I mean? It's weird to explain, but it's like the dye comes off and it's like lighter, like a whiteness comes out of it. Like it was originally Mm -hmm. light, but like the true silver tab, the real silver tab would just kind of fade and they looked more navy-ish and they were like a softer denim. And I got called out for those, what they called fake silver tab. I'm like, I don't know, silver tab at JCPenney's, you think they're real? And then I eventually (laughs) found out the, the type, they're the silver tab, but it was a different type, a different wash. 
finally found the type that was cool, and they are they were fucking comfortable, and that is all I wore. Levi's Silver Tab in middle school. And I got to high school, and I stopped giving a flying fuck what kind of jeans I wore, and... Uh, yeah. yeah. Middle school, though. Yeah, I, I was so... Be, be, knowing, being aware that you were not cool and never will be yes. was so freeing. Uh, once you get high school, yeah. And when, when no one yeah. gives a shit anymore if they're cool or not. Oh, and then uh, I went to film school where there was like people trying to be cool, and oh god! Oh god! People wearing guys wearing blazers. They were the heels, man. They got picked on more than anyone. The people oh, with money, god. like the losers, were the ones who uh, uh, who got paid sixty dollars under the table to finish their screenplay. <clears throat> Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh no, we had a we we had a guy. We we were trying out assistant directors. Uh back in the day and uh we had this one guy and we were shooting on location we we're actually shooting at, at your high school uh and there's a down the road there there's this like 20 foot embankment that's all covered in grass and we had to clear that out set up fire bars and make it look like someone like pushed a car over the cliff and left the car on fire so we all show up to the shoot ready to go and i'm wearing jeans and i got like a flannel on because i'm gonna be down on a hill with a weed whacker clearing it, then running hoses, lights, and lighting a hill on fire at 4 o'clock in the morning. And this guy shows up in <clears throat> with, like, a blazer and penny loafers as the as the AD. And even our director is, like, he's, you know, wearing a fleece, like, you know, fleece vest did Jordan- and jeans. Like, we're all going to be in the shit. I, I don't know if you guys operated this way, but did Jordan even let him call lunch at that point? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that was Janelle's job. Okay. Usually the AD calls lunch. No, no, their job... The we, first I AD. I don't know what exactly he was there to do. He tried giving me instructions, and, uh, yeah, Janelle, she, I, just, I got a look from my oh. bosses, and they're like, oh, he's going to lose his goddamn shit. I can imagine... Uh, what Janelle, when Janelle found oh, out, it was fantastic. There's a story, uh, Squeezer's boss. Hey, best part, best part. It was Mrs. Squeezer's ex-boyfriend. Oh no way! Yeah, and and we were together at the time. Oh, very shit. early on. That's that's even a greatest. So story. it was it was it was a little. Uh, I got a little, uh, reward out of that. That was fun, but. Oh god, yeah, you showed up with fucking literally there's pennies in his shoes. Like, dude, we're gonna be on fire. Uh, <laughs> uh those pennies might melt to your fucking foot. <laughs> so, um, Squeezer's boss at the time, his uh he was dating the other boss at the time. Um yeah. and I was friends with her and him because he was friends with my good friends from high school. It was like a weird situation. And one Incestuous night, television. Yeah, right. One night we were all drinking, and I'm like, oh, my buddy Squeezer works, just got a job. You guys just hired him. You're working with him. They're like, who? And I said your name. They're like, wait, you know him? And like Janelle like grabbed me by the collar and lifted me two feet in the air. And she's like, <laughs> yep. do not tell him about us. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he knows. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you were there for like a week at that point. Yep. But Good yeah. times. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I just I was uh <clears throat> believe it or not, 
I like the utilitarianness of uh, carpenter jeans. Speaking of, you never know when yeah. you have to have a hammer on your leg. On your leg, yeah. Speaking of, they relaunched Forensic Files, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, they relaunched uh, Unsolved Mysteries this past week. I saw. Speaking I was about of nineties, start fads. watching, and then I was afraid to get like sucked down a rabbit hole. Yeah. But and then at the same time, I'm like it's not gonna be Robert Stack, so I'm not sure. Robert Stack of what? Squeezer? What fame is Robert Stack known for? Um, uncommon valor. Robert Stack is famous for Caddyshack. One of the greatest movies of all the time. Yeah, this doesn't have Robert Stack in it, so not fucking interested. No, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I thought about it. Like, I, I hesitated. I'm like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I want to go in without that. Would without you, him. Would you ever watch the new Forensic Files, knowing that they I, took your baby and raped it? I, well, it's not mine. You were part of I it. I watched a little bit of it. Um. I just I I can't even watch the ones that I worked on or any of the other episodes just because that's so. Like I, I just I'm not I can't watch it and enjoy it like I just yeah you worked on I it yeah see, I, I I just see work no one on television wants to wa- watch anything that's why I, I like I if I have to listen to this podcast it's for work and to see what we did wrong generally I, so weird. I hate listening to I don't want to hear I hate no. the sound of my voice I don't know yeah. why you people I I'm awful yeah. this nasally just monstrous failure of manhood mm-hmm. vocally right. and well I think you're a sweet boy and you're very handsome thanks. And you sound very, very masculine. Ah, it's because I'm sweating. (laughs) I'm not. It's probably like 90 degrees in here, and I'm not sweating yet. It's probably 89 down here, and I'm probably worse off than you. All right. uh, You want to talk about your first pick? Uh, I think we've done it already, but, I mean, I I, I kept going back to it because I love it so much. Yeah, most of these are rehashes. We're we're in the greatest hits phase of our career, everybody. Here's Squeezer's (laughs) best pick. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I get it. I know we talked these before, and uh, but I don't think I ever actually talked about the uh, Pog the game though. Did I? I might have mentioned it. Uh, I don't um, know, maybe. But they they actually put out, and I, you know, they did it for Christmas. Um, an actual, like, uh, they called it Pog the game, but all it was was just a play, like a, a base. So you know how you'd have like you can play off like the mouse pad. Squeezer, kind of I'm gonna be honest with you. I collected pogs. Oh no! I had slammers, but I didn't know what the fuck you did with them. Oh, you, you slam them. That's why I call them slammers. <laughs> sure, whatever. And pogs, pog. Yeah. To, to me, they're like baseball cards. Did yeah, you play I, I baseball kinda, cards? I wish I could just have them just so I can just stack them and play with them and look at them. Like I don't chips, even want to play. Like chips in a casino. Like, like Yep. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's what they were conditioning towards. They're just building a generation of gamblers. Mm. Um, but I got Pog the game for Christmas one year, and this was at like the height. Actually, I wouldn't even say the height. This is at the crescendo. Um, that's when this st- stuff starts coming out. Like it, it got really popular, and then it gets to the point where your parents are aware of it, and that's when you know it's over. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, the pug mascot guy. He was loves great. pugs. He's kind of like a. He's like Captain Caveman, but like a ball yeah. version. Yeah. A very toothy Captain Caveman. Um. Yeah, and uh, so it was like uh, it was basically it was a mouse pad, and then it had this big base where you could stack your pogs horizontally around it. So you had a, a place to store them while playing the game. Uh, it was entirely unnecessary, um, but it was something that they could market off of at Christmas. And I had it, and it was awesome. And it came with a, a thousand pogs, or a thousand free pogs. Oh. But this thing was probably like 30 bucks, so So you paid free. 30 bucks for a thousand pogs pretty much. And, and and the awesome Pog the Game uh, officially sanctioned World Pog Federation tournament base. Oh. Uh, Ferris said, by the way, Squeezer, he completely had forgotten about Z-Bots until you talked about them last episode. He had a bunch of those guys. Great pocket yes, toys. And, and great pocket toys, yes. And that's what Pogs were, too. They were great pocket toys. I was back and, in Pog form. Pog form. Um, and it was great because you take them to school and if you had a cool teacher and you had downtime at the end of the day because they didn't know how to fucking schedule us so it was just you know all hell for like the last 20 minutes so you played pogs um and then you had the assholes that would take them away like whatever and then it was like oh well they're gambling with it it's like we're gambling with our future just coming here um uh Yes, the OJ um, behind bar slammer. Some of the some of these slammers were fucking fantastic too. Um, and then uh, I think my first was, the first slammer I ever got was from McDonald's. There was a Power Rangers one, I believe. Yes, they, yeah, they had a um, uh, the power caps, and it was like they had like their buckles like on the back of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you have that whole collection, you can get it for you can sell that for forty two dollars. <laughs> yeah. If you have the uh, once you're done collecting X Men pogs, you can move on to collecting X Men phone cards. That was the next biggest yeah. collectible thing. <laughs> I bought oh, the X Men. The X Men pogs were the fucking best. Um, Did I ever tell the story on here how I bought the X-Men phone card from KB and, and used up all the minutes on the X-Men phone line that you could call with the X-Men phone card? <laughs> you scammed yourself. I scammed myself. I fucking worked myself into a shoot. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a sling on mine. So you can you put your pogs in the tube and then throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. I almost um, just did a spit take on my beer. That is, man, just when I thought I was the nerdiest kid alive. <laughs> what? Oh, the shoulder? Yeah. The fucking <laughs> Chewbacca-style bandolier pog holder. <laughs> I have more than one. I think I even duct taped uh, them together at one point. 
Uh, did you make sure to put your spurs and your chaps on when you took your fucking bogs out? Hey, little lady. <laughs> um, the Jurassic Park one, I don't know if this is true. The, the collection of holographic Jurassic Park ones are going for a million dollars. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, squeeze your Yeah, let's see if this is real. Did you ever get pogs from the card collector shows at the mall? Yes, all the time. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was the, there's like two. That years. was the best too, because you know, and you know, these guys hated it. Yeah. Like they just wanted to do classic baseball cards from the seventies. Same thing happened with and, Pokemon cards. Yeah. And magic cards. It was a thing. But, yeah. There's a market, yeah. and so yeah, they they uh somehow they jump on it. Somehow, twenty some years later, Pokemon cards are still a fucking thing. Yeah. Well, it's just like the the racing collectible slash sporting goods sports card shop that my dad would go to. They had to like niche out a little corner for Marvel cards because they were selling. That's what I would go look at. And at the time, like I didn't care. Ken Griffey, fucking, I didn't care. I was, I watched a little bit of baseball. I wanted to go to games. I but always. I, I was not in on baseball me? cards at the time. I, I wanted was. my Marvel cards. I never gave up on base. I was I was so obsessed with Ken Griffey Jr. baseball for Super Nintendo. He was my idol. I had his fucking sneakers squeezer in seventh grade. I had the Ken Griffey, Ooh, Griffey Jr. Pants. Did you play for? I always play for keeps. No, but baseball. But I was still in the Marvel cards. But I was, it was easier to get my dad to buy me a pack of baseball cards and Marvel cards. He knew what baseball cards were. He, my dad wasn't in the sports. I'm not, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But he also wasn't in the comic books. He was a nerd on a different level. Him and my brother both were. Him and my brother were into radios, ham radios, electronic building kits, um, antennas, things like that. I was into mm-hmm. comic books, baseball watching pornography channels as they as they scrambled and trying to see a boom <laughs> like these were the things that interest me as a child as opposed to what interests my dad and my brother so it was like greek and roman you know it was weird we were on the same kind of we had the same kind of like foundation but different structures yeah different structures mm-hmm. so yeah no i uh, like ferris is uh am i like travis bickle and taxi driver yes i'm just i'm in the mirror with my pop, like a, a short little pog tube, because they had those too. They had little shorty ones. You looking at me? And kid. Just, just drawing on myself in the mirror. You looking at me? Uh, that's when I would look at myself in the mirror and not be ashamed. Aww. And believe me, that would be me not being ashamed. <clears throat> There's uh, nothing. They were just. Oh, uh, they were the best to collect, and then making your own too. If you got the little, my buddy had the make your own kit. It was basically just a little peel back glue things and then you would ruin like you know a playing card or some other image like just stamp your own out your mom's good housekeeping yeah oh what no oh man i constantly took ads out of my mom's good housekeeping like an ad for stouffer's fucking french bread pizza i was like ooh, and i tore it out i was this i was this weird and make pogs out of it no no i'm saying like that's the things i tore out of magazines Oh, I loved ads, advertisements. I still do. Anything with recipes on it too, like a, a, a Hidden Valley yeah. Ranch or something, or craft dressing. Oh man, I fucking ate that shit up. Do your dad asking you the difference between Logan and Wolverine, please? Uh, Ryan, so I got you these cards, and I'm looking at the X Men's, 
And uh, I wonder, this one says uh, Logan, and this one says Wolverine. Uh, but they look like they're the same guy. Uh, they both have the steroids they probably got from Vince McMahon at the Washington Motor Lodge. Uh, I don't know what the hell the difference is. Oh, you're, Ryan, your fly's down. Zip your fly. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> look at him. Look at him. He's so vascular with his claws out. Oh, Vince would have loved Logan. He actually was too short. If if Wolverine looked like Hugh Jackman, Vince would have fucking had a huge boner for him. He's such a and big bastard. Versa. What? Nothing. Oh. Um. All right. What? Oh, but yeah, I someone mentioned that. Yeah, the eight ball uh, pogs. No, such a thing. Got a question? That's the eight ball. Eight balls were a thing, like the David Putty eight ball jacket. Oh yeah! Oh, the no fear ones. Oh, yeah, everyone shit. got their little branding in on it. Oh shit! Sean was ahead of the curve. Victoria's Secret pogs. I was stealing from Good Housekeeping. Oh. He was taking the Victoria's Secret catalogs. I think as soon That's as a, like a Victoria's Secret catalog came to the house, my mom burned it. <laughs> she knew. She knew. Like this thing's gonna get ruined anyway. <laughs> right. She. I. I, I want. I don't want Ryan to take a five-hour shower tonight, so I'm gonna burn this. I don't have to pull, like, fucking uh, paper mache Victoria's Secret catalogs out of the drain in the shower, so. Uh, um, yeah, we'll burn it. He's a meat mountain! Oh, yeah! Alright, um, is it fair to start my next bit? Yes. And I can buy... An entire thing of Pogs pre-owned. <clears throat> pre-owned Pogs. Pre-owned Pogs. Um, all right, so shall we go to my next pick? Oh, yeah, otherwise I'm just going to keep Googling individual Pogs at... Uh, it's, you're going to keep doing that anyway, so. Yeah. Yep. All right. Damn. Here we go. Okay. Obsession. Obsession. Squeezer, Yo. is there nothing more sexy than a chick that looks like a young boy who is beaten by their dad and has an addiction to drugs? Um, now or 1993. 25 years ago. Yes. Oh, now, yeah. Oh, no. Nothing. Absolutely nothing compared to that. I'm talking the, the trend of the 90s called heroin cheek. Um, I didn't even know this term until uh, uh, Elaine said it on Seinfeld when her hair was a little depoofed. She said it was her new look, you know, heroin chic. And I thought she meant like heroin as like a heroine, like a hero and a heroine. Ah. I didn't realize it meant 
Uh, naive little Ryan. Yeah, right. I didn't realize it was the heroine. And, you know, I didn't even realize in Pulp Fiction when I saw it until, I, like, 20 years later that she snorted heroin. I thought she just snorted a lot of coke. I, you know, I didn't know that heroin was a big thing in the 90s. I, and then I saw a little movie called Transpotting. I'm like, oh, okay. Heroin's a thing. Uh, but yeah, heroin chic was a, uh, <laughs> a, a fad in the nineties popularized by, uh, <laughs> okay. This is going to sound horrible, but I'm telling you the truth. It was pop- popularized by the AIDS epidemic. Seriously? And, That's yes, where it comes from? And the increasing popularity of injecting heroin with, uh, needles. So available heroin became more pure and um, oh, I'm sorry, it, decreasing populace. Nording heroin became more common use. These changes decreased the stigma surrounding the drug. So the AIDS, because no one wanted to shoot with needles anymore because of AIDS. And um, they started snorting it. So it became more uh, chic to say. Classy. Classy. Uh so it took the stigma and it found a new market among the middle class and the wealthy um, as opposed to the poor. Oh, then, it, then it's okay. Yeah, right. So it, uh, it really infiltrated pop culture in the 90s. And then Vincent Gallo, that piece of shit filmmaker, uh, helped make this ad in 1993. So you, you could look up two Obsession for Men's ad, like an, a normal Obsession for Men with a voiceover and like, like a very like Cindy Crawford, Claudia Schiffer model, and this a hunky guy like all over each other, and then you get the the whole lineup, and it's like obsession for men found at Sears in these fine markets, and then like they decide to shift to heroin chic, and you get Kate Moss looking like she could use a healthy meal, and um a council uh you know a welfare counselor, uh and at the end it's just it's just it's just her whispering obsession. And at the end, it's just a picture of an obsession bottle, and you can see through the background. It's like obsession for men. It's like guys are supposed to get turned on by this wafy, bruised up, uh, quite frankly, tired looking female. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at the picture of a dying woman. That's what it is. Yeah, right. Uh, and and the fact is, they weren't selling to men. Like men wouldn't, you know, the men. The chance of men buying this cologne just from the commercial is like zero to none. But a man buying it because a woman says, oh, I like obsession. I want you to wear obsession for men. And there's a good chance I'll bang you. Then he goes out and gets it. You know what I mean? They're they're pitching yeah. this to women, not men, even though it says obsession for men. So they the women see this and they, they think, oh, this woman. You know, I don't even know this, this wayfish emaciated look. But it made Kate Moss famous, uh, and it lasted for like a couple, couple two three years. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton condemned the look, even though he's probably like, that Kate Moss is one. Uh, I don't know. He had a type. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what are you doing? This ain't gonna sell perfume. Look at her, she's too thin. Yeah, Monica. Oh, put a little fried chicken on them bones. <laughs> like they—they they look like you wouldn't even be able to feed them right away. You'd have to like drip feed them, 
like with water and a little bit of like ice at a time because <laughs> an actual piece of food, right. like their stomach, they would just get sick. Their stomach would explode and they would die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at pictures. And it's, it's gross. What killed the trend was a drug-related death of prominent fashion photographer David Sorrenti in 1997. Then in 1999, Vogue, uh, the magazine, dubbed Brazilian mm-hmm. supermodel Giselle Budican, Budichen the return yep. of the sexy model and the beginning of a new era. Um, so I guess they brought sexy back before Justin Timberlake. <laughs> mm. What year was that? 1997, the photographer died. 1999, Giselle Budichin came back. Well, I mean, some would argue, Mrs. Squeeze would argue that he brought Sexy back well before that. I really, I just was trying to make a joke with the song. I hear, I get it. So, and, and yeah, see, but whatever happened at Giselle Chick anyway, you know, really. All right, yeah. Uh, so in season nine of Seinfeld, uh, the voice, hello, Jerry, la, 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 uh, <laughs> Elaine comes in with like flat hair and Jerry mentions it and Elaine says, it's a new look, you know, heroin chic. So that's the first time I ever heard of heroin chic. Ah, uh. uh, and I, uh, you know, in my later years, I know my research. I need more R. K. Clint. Joe, don't worry. I will tell you this much. Chicks who are that skinny and you can see their ribs. No, thank you. Send them to Hillary. She'll make them work in her cabinet. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I have no material. Uh, Ferris, it kind of blows my mind how pervasive heroin use was amongst jazz musicians in the 40s and 50s, even through the 60s. Huh. Ray Charles did heroin? Fuck. I guess oh, yeah. I should watch that movie. Yeah, uh, Vincent Gallo did Buffalo 66, which is a... F- and, and, and um, uh, what's her name? Christina Ricci. I almost fucking killed him in that, in that movie because he was such a fucking dickhole. Uh, he was partially influenced Billy Walsh in um, uh, Entourage. He's fucking dickhole. Fucking faded in obscurity. Treated people like shit. It really gets you far in the industry. Uh, all right. Squeezer. Yeah, buddy. Your second pick. So I pull into this. Oh. Oh, is this a Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, two Seinfelds and one. Yeah. Oh, no, I planned this. Yeah. yeah. You can't talk. You can't talk 90s fads without Seinfeld. So here's Squeezer's no. next bit. Well, this it's not really a Seinfeld fad. Oh, classic over Squeeze. Watch this. Release the hounds. Perfect pump. Even at the gas station, you can do more with the American Express card. You can do more. Uh, I'm talking about paying at the pump anyway. But this commercial like sticks in my head and it has for like the last 25 years. Were these the ones which eventually had David Putty in as Superman? 
And like the uh, like right after it was the first thing Seinfeld did after the show. No, this was ninety seven. Oh, okay. He kept doing MX commercials, I guess then. Yeah, I mean they were probably giving him stupid money. Um But yeah, he was doing a ton for them. Uh uh, there was one with a, a kid. Uh, the kid one was cute, and he's like trying to babysit for him, and he's just dropping all this money trying to entertain him. And the kid's just bored out of his mind. So his parents come home, and he's like, "Oh, little Billy, where are your glasses? The glasses? Like you didn't see a single thing." It was adorable. Anyway, paying at the pump. So this this is one of those things that like blew my mind. Um, I remember seeing this commercial for the first time. I'm like, you can do that. Because even like to when I was driving, like it, like the paying at the even around of here. Of course, you would be excited. But I always thought you could do it. I never knew you couldn't pay at the pump. I squeeze. I remember I had. I seizures. remember because my dad would send me in. Like that was. I had seizures and I couldn't drive till I was like twenty-two. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, you knew that, right? I didn't know you were like twenty-two. 21, 20, yeah, I couldn't drive. I thought it was just because you were in, well, you were in New York, so. Yeah, and then, like, I couldn't, yeah, that's true, but also I really couldn't drive, because you have to, like, be huh. six months seizure-free, and I had my last seizure ah, when I was I 21, I haven't Now you're clearly making up for it. Yeah. Um, I learned to drive Not the terrifying at all. No, I, I, like, I learned to drive in high school, Thank but. God, those things are safe. <laughs> I never. I never. I learned to drive in high school like everyone else, but I never really got to drive so much that I would have to put gas in my car because I always had. I had like I had these weird migraine-related seizures from like thirteen to twenty-one puberty. Mm-hmm. Odd. Nonetheless, squeezer. Well, your gr- your brain was just growing so fast it didn't know what to do. Sure, let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like my my gig was like we pull up. And my dad would send me in, and that was my job. I would go in, give the guy the cash, and pay. Well, back even then, like you didn't even have to pay first. You pump, and then you can go inside and pay after the fact. Think, think also about like an, where, where my dad gassed up. He, you know, it was a cor- it was a company gas station. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm like I'm confused. I'm like, oh, you could you. Uh, there was a point where you couldn't pay at the pump. Yeah, see, Sean knows no, in fact, stuffed crust pizza. That's when I had my first seizure. Hmm. Oh yeah. Um, no, mine was uh, like you. I remember you would pay. You you'd pump, and then like whatever the number was, and then you dig through the change to get like the exact change, and then you can go and pay. And like that that was my job. And if that was like a good boy, like they threw a little extra so I can get a little treat, like whatever piece of fucking bazooka joe that's sitting in front there and busted tooth but um no like yeah that was the thing and then i remember it, it went from then and then you had to pay in advance because people were stealing gas because like the honor system only lasted so long right uh, yeah yeah you'd go in like and and i still see people in there like if, if i'm at sheets and i'm getting like four hoagies a mac and cheese and like a pounder and and there, it's always an old guy too, and he's like, uh, he has like a twenty, and he's like seventeen dollars on on ten. I'm like, that's so weird that you're getting that, but okay. Um, but yeah, and then I remember when this came out, and I saw this commercial, it blew my mind. Like this was the future, like back to the. This was the first step 
to Back to the Future 2. Because, like, wow, like, you can just write then in there. And now I'm still amazed, for as dumb as it sounds, mm-hmm. um, like, when I'm standing there, and I still get amused, and I almost pretend like I'm in the future, when they have those shitty little, those TVs, those shitty little localized um, in-network TV channels for, like, I don't know, Exxon network or whatever mm-hmm. and they just basically give you like a 30 second hit from entertainment tonight right or like and I a sit jimmy there and fallon I just stand there and watch what's that or like a jimmy fallon clip yeah, no, yeah. it's like it's like, it's oh, like being, night last night <laughs> it's like being in a cab in new york city yes oh and late night last night huh and don't forget come in and get a coffee and a sandwich for 5.99 you know that kind of shit and i stand there and i'll watch it I'm like this is the future because I still remember watching those like mechanical numbers tick away um, on some of the pumps and shit like that. Well, you and, can still go uh, to yeah, local I... gas stations and see that here. What's that? You can still go to lo- some local gas stations and see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's that one uh, truck station that's right off uh, yeah, Airport Road there. It's like all old school. It looks like the, like the pumps where they filled up in maximum overdrive. Um. Yeah. Um. Pay at the pump. What a thing. What an invention. Yeah, it's the future. Right. Oh, and the spot. The spot was actually directed by one David Kellogg, who you might know from pretty much every music video you've seen, but uh, the great Inspector Gadget. Ah, that, that was that was his big one. You you have his McDonald's love child on your desk at work. I do. Yeah. What did he do? He did Inspector Gadget, uh, cool as ice. That yeah, was a vanilla ice or a, yeah, vanilla ice is a movie. Uh, Michael Jackson expose, Blue Man. Oh, he did a Blue Man Group movie and oh, yeah. a Lionel Richie collection. Um, what music videos did he do? Squeezer, what's the best gas Yo. station food ever? Like, uh, hmm. Slim Jims? Oh, I thought we were talking like very specific oh, like, no, no, breakfast no, no, sandwiches no, 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 at no, the no, Bandit. No, no, no. Like, if we're um, talking best, if we're, if we're adding Wawa in there, man, and a fucking meatball hoagie. Dude, dude. So since all this shit went down, I haven't been to a Wawa in like four months. I had, a, I had a fucking hoagie from Wawa today for the first time in four months. Did your eyes dilate like in? Uh, it was re- fucking re- <laughs> requiem for a dream. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then the fridge tried to fucking eat me. Um, <laughs> oh, it was magical, and I, and I had a little mac and cheese in there too, and everything just uh, like the world just came right back together. I I, I oh, have so good and and I got it down to the end where it, you got it just perfectly where the end is just a little bit of meat and a little bit of bread with a giant glob of mayo in there and you just mm. kind of take that and you look at it and you kind of toss it and, oh, and you uh, just savor that. So, I have not had Primo's hoagies since New Year's Day, squeezer. Mhm. Mhm. 7 months. That's I, sad. I am having it tomorrow for my birthday. Well, Oh, and we're we're going to the drive-in theater. Guess what they're playing? I, I said in a group, Ghostbusters, and Deadpool. Oh, yes. So that is how I'm spending wow. my birthday. And then t- a great the, fucking day. The night after, Squeezer. The night after Friday night, 
they're playing Black Panther and Empire Strikes Back. Like, that's the best thing to come out of COVID-19. Old movies at the drive-in. So that's Yeah, how- I got to agree. And I haven't even been there, but I'm just glad that they're there. Yeah, so tomorrow, at in, in, in about 12 minutes, I'm 38. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, but tomorrow night, to celebrate, we're going to see my favorite movie of all time at my favorite setting to watch movies of all time, the drive-in, with Primo Hoagie's Sam Adams Summer Ale Squeeze. It's going to be the perfect night. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Um, let's see. Where is it coming? Uh, doesn't the final season of the Park go? What? I like the final season of Parks and Rec. I'd I take the final season over the first season. Yeah, the first season kind of sucked. But the final season, yeah, the fight. It suck. They're just trying to find their find their footing. Right. And then, like, the whole... Uh, but the, the last episode, my God. It, it, yeah, it, every, yeah, I agree with Autumn. Every season of Parks and Rec is beautiful and perfect in its own way. The show is so great. I love it so much. And we would never have a wonderful Guardians of the Galaxy movie if it wasn't for Parks and Rec. Mm-mm. We would never got I just threw some on... Uh... The the little one decided she wanted to play alone, so she went up to the room. So I finally got to turn fucking Rapunzel off for the first time in like, you know, two years. And I just put some Parks and Rec on right away. And it was uh, Tammy, too, uh, when she pulls the library uh, book shit. Oh, yeah. I love how. And then Ron gets the dreads and they start yeah. making out in jail. The spoilers when uh, they named the library after her in the last episode. She's like, ah, it had to be the mm-hmm. library. Hashtag hurtful final season, Joe. And Ferris, <laughs> 82 crew in the house. Hell yeah, 82. I think half, more than half of us are 82 crew in this group. I'm the baby. Yes. Birthday in 10 minutes. 82. I am uh, I am going to be 38 in 10 minutes. But first, I think we should take this. Before I go to my pick, Squeezer, let's all enjoy Uh-oh. some... Uh, music from the wonderful game Wave Race Blue Storm while we take a quick pee break. Is everyone okay <laughs> with that? Alright, uh, we're going to take a quick pee break. We'll be right back with more 90s fads and we're going to have a birthday celebration in less than 10 minutes. Uh, Ishmael's 38 in a few more weeks. We're 82 crew in the house. We'll be back in a few minutes. Not minutes, seconds. Let's go! Welcome to Dolphin Park. This is day one of the circuit. Ryota, is Jack. I'm in the pit and I got you on the monitor. So we are good to go. Go out there and show them what you got. Good luck. <laughs> Let's go. Hey. Hey. That's the best break music, isn't it? Wait, just wave race. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm back. All right. Um, Ferris asks if it's true Hemsworth is bulking up to play Hogan. You know something, brother? You gotta bulk up with those 24-inch pythons. He's gotta. 
I know forty's creeping up on me. My brother is two years older than me. He turned forty last week. His birthday is exactly a week and two years. No, I'm a week and two years after him. So, um, scary. Yeah, I, I told Mrs. Squeezer when the time comes, if I find a bunch like forty little wooden cutouts of like little cows that says like move over he's 40 in my front yard you'll burn the house i to the will ground. burn the entire property <laughs> to the ground. ah me too they'll have to find me first and she's smiling like i'm gonna do it. I'm like i'm this isn't like me joking like i would be like oh you did it and like no i will be furious and i will burn every single cow and the house with it oh <laughs> uh, yeah and and then she like i saw that look like okay well I'll come up with something different, maybe some black balloons, but good to know. <laughs> I don't want anything ever for my birthday. Like spending it here with you guys and then just yeah. like drinking with Enchantress and the kitties. That's all I need. I get weird. Yeah, I get weirded out when people give me things. Yeah, I don't want anything. Going back to the Parks and Rec thing, if, if you can give me the Ron Swanson birthday, that's the greatest gift you can possibly do. Bridge over the River Kwai bottle of whiskey and a steak all by myself yeah the ron swanson oh shit ferris man you're at the beach you don't have a fucking uh kenny powers panty dropper on hand to take around the the bay i'm assuming there's a bay down in the carolinas <laughs> uh brian said everyone should post a pic in the group chat on instagram from one of their school pics at some point I post. I, I'm sending you guys all autographed six by nines on my bowling picture. I think that that fits the bill. Oh yeah, I don't like people singing to me or making a big deal out of things. Oh god, uh, introverts, introverts. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're introverts, but we're on the internet. Well, that's because I can just hide. Right. I'm hiding behind the pop filter. Yeah. All right. Uh, here is my next. Pick for 90s ads. Had a busy day? My lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machine is great to come home to. It lets you prepare hot, delicious meals in just minutes. And once again, I've teamed up with Sears to make it even better. The Sears exclusive extra-large George Foreman grill has a variable temperature control that lets you adjust for the perfect cooking temperature. Low for fish and vegetables, then high for thick, juicy steaks. So your food is seared to perfection on the outside, moist and tender on the inside. Ah, the George Foreman Grill. Still popular. I still have one that I use, Squeezer. Oh, did we lose him? Squeezer? No, I'm here. Oh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be polite, and you don't want to hear me chew my cheese stick. Oh, you have cheese sticks, and you're not sharing? That's not how the internet works yet. <laughs> Soon. Um, do you still have a foreman? Uh, no. I In do. fact, I think uh, oh, when we moved, uh, we tossed it because it was kind of ganky because it was just easier not to clean it. <laughs> I have the one with removable plates, so you just toss them in the washing machine. Oh, uh, no, this was one of those it, you couldn't. So, And it says, you know, do not soak, you know, because it's an electronic device. Right. Um, but I, I knew that just means don't plug it in wet. So I would soak it and then just let it make sure to dry it out well enough that it's good to go next time around. 
Yeah, they're really they really work really well. Um, for especially for gr I don't know for anything else but grilled chicken is usually what I make in it. But it makes a mean ass. If you pound that chicken out and get an even even size, it makes a mean grilled chicken. Now, yeah. I've, I've problem heard... is if you're making burgers and you're and you're cheap like me and you're cooking with like seventy five twenty five, oh, you're gonna stink your and house it's just up. Basically, overflowing grease just down the countertop. Also, you're gonna stink stink up uh, your house pretty fierce. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, we uh. So I had one of these in college. This is what we cooked on a lot of the time in our kitchenette. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I made hot dogs constantly on this. I still love hot dogs. I don't know why. I love hot dogs. Hot dogs are shit. Hot dogs are fucking awesome. They're so delicious. Yeah, we, we didn't. We just did hot dogs uh, the other day in the little crescent rolls. We did basically we did giant. Uh, uh, what, are you, what are those little hot dog wiener things? Frank's pigs in, in a blanket. Crescent. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah, we just did. Pigs in the blanket. Oh, that was so good. With a shit ton of cheese wrapped inside. Oh, man. Go to Yakos tomorrow. Um, yeah, we got to get to Yakos. Guys, if you come to town to visit us, Squeezer will buy you Yakos. No, I'm going tomorrow. He's going so tomorrow. If, if you're here tomorrow. <laughs> you better come tomorrow. Um, yeah, George Foreman's are great for everything. Uh, like Autumn said, paninis, but I would make grilled, I like, I still can make grilled chicken. Uh, you, you take it out, you pound it so it's like an even, like, like, um, thickness across. You just pound that shit out with your fist between two pieces of saran wrap. You season the shit ah, out of it. Pussy, just fucking punch it. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Saran wrap. Yeah, well, it, it keeps it kind of. Oh, Ismail's... All right. Oh, man, those bourbons are not... Oh. See you, buddy. Have a good night. Thanks for joining us, Ismail. Uh, oh, shit, it's midnight. Happy birthday. Oh, happy Brian. birthday, buddy. Yeah, I'm not one to say happy birthday to myself, but... Ah, oh, Brian, happy I'll fucking birthday. Happy you birthday, guys are buddy. sweet. Um, hey, don't... <laughs> hey, I, I've had a couple bourbons that knocked me out of actually doing a show, so... Eh, it's all fair. Um, hold on. Let me stop this so I could see all the texts from my family members. Uh, wait, <laughs> we're not that family. <laughs> That'd be weird if we were. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um, one year older. Um, congratulations to me. I go. I'll go fuck myself later. Uh, <laughs> thirty-eight. Not much to be happy about at thirty-eight. But in our life, there is so much to be happy about. We have you guys. We have this podcast. Enchantress, the kitties, the house. Um, I'm gonna say my new X5. I love that thing. Uh, toot toot. Yeah. Uh, Squeezer. Ready. Um. It's been it's been a good year. This was a good year. 37 to 35. You guys, we did the. I mean, it's been a horrible year in general, but the. <laughs> it's been a horrible year. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, he said happy birthday. Thank you, Squeezer. Uh, so I just wanted this, you to see the balloons. I didn't even, I didn't even open it, so I didn't see the balloons. <laughs> I, um, I do. I do share a birthday with Tom Hanks. Um, oh, look at you! But Mr. my brother, Fancy. I was as a kid, I was jealous. My brother's birthday is July second. He shares a birthday with Brett the Hitman Hart, and I was always jealous of that. Ooh. That is. Uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Kev, thank you, everybody. Um, you guys are the best. But no, uh, while this year's sucked, one of the best parts of it was 
uh, being able to um, spend it with you guys every day with our, our, our daily shows. That was a lot of fun. And we wouldn't have been able to do it. There was a situation where never in our lives would we have been able to do that before, Squeezer. Correct? No, no, that was... So Joe just said, Courtney Love, OJ Simpson, Fred Savage, Tom Hanks, and me. What great company. But still, my brother's got Brett the Hitman Hart. I'm, oh, I'm forever jealous of that. Hold on. Barney's! What's Barney's? I'm adding one more beer to my giant mug. It's not even empty yet, but... Yeah, those cool ones to it. To... Oh, shit. Kevin Nash's? Is... It's pretty cool. It's not Brett the Hitman Hart cool, but it's pretty cool. Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. He was pre he was like best friends with Shawn Michaels. All right. That just makes me feel better. It's because <laughs> my number two favorite wrestler of all time behind uh, Hulk Hogan. So, And, you know, when Hulk Hogan does something horrible and, and, and rotten, HBK is my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I like how with this movie, they're like, we will not be addressing right. current. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, closed caption. Happy born day. Oh, July 15th. Your day after Enchantress. She's Bastille Day. A lot of July babies. Squeezer, you are the 24th? 22nd. 22nd. Meredith's the 24th. I know I share birthday with my old friend Todd. So We're all, all these July birthdays in here. Ferris, um, Ferris, you're next week, right? Let me think. Oh, Shawn Michaels. What? I'll take that. You and HBK have the same birthday. Me, HBK. That's not fair. David Spade, a bunch of TikTok stars, and go fuck them. So Alex Trebek. Oh man, this is the greatest birthday ever, dude. Your birthday's HBK, and mine is Diesel. It's Kismet. Danny Glover. You're not William listening. Defoe. John Leguizamo, bunch of these young kids on YouTube that I don't know because I'm old. <laughs> Movie star or YouTube star, TikTok star, YouTube star, TikTok star. Stars in air quotes. Yeah. Squeezer, your birthday. Fandango. Remember Fandango? You're Fandango. Not, you're not listening. The wrestler? No? No, you're not listening. Your, oh, 38 too. You what what? Your birthday is is the same as HBK's and mine is the same as Big Daddy Cool Diesel's. Oh, snap, it's the click. It's the click. We're me- it's Kismet. We're meant to be. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Todd still holds up. I don't even know if he's alive. Who's Todd? I hope he is. <laughs> my my other friend that was born on the same day. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so the George Foreman uh, grill. I had something. To, I had a story, a personal story. Oh, and Prince George would <laughs> fuck him. So, uh, you're not Jeffrey Epstein. You don't have anyone to fuck him. Oh, I went there. That's Prince George. That's uh, which one did you say? Prince George is six years old. <laughs> which one did you say? The, I said Prince George. You're thinking of Prince Andrew. Oh, there's a there. Sorry. Prince George is a six year old little boy that <laughs> Jesus. But it's all the same thing in that click, so Yeah, I don't know my fucking English royals. 
I try to act like I know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> I know I want that NECA team. Oh, speaking of NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, did you see that fucking coming out of the shells tour set? I want, I, I have my, it's coming on target. I think July 23rd. I want that thing so bad. Did you see that? Yes, that's what I'm getting at, Joe. Hogan did pass. Hogan claims he passed on the grill. It's not necessarily true that he did. He claims he did. Also, Larry Holmes has told us he passed on the grill, too. We don't have any verification of that. Uh, but this is what I've been told. Uh, anyway, sorry for, for messing up my princess. Matt D says, well, thanks for sharing your birthday podcasting with us. Your podcast gives us all something to look forward to and laugh to each week. You're welcome. I don't know why you guys look forward to this, but the fact that you do makes me and Squeezer a couple happy boys. That's the best birthday gift I could ask for. You guys enjoying listening to us talk about me Me think that a six-year-old prince is the same as a 50-, 60-year-old <laughs> prince involved in some sort of uh, uh, sex, tra uh, sex uh, training ring. Hey, why am I not on this list, right? I know, right? Because it, and why is John Leguizamo only the forty-fourth most famous person born on the twenty-second? He was Luigi, motherfucker. I know. He was Luigi and Mario. The, sloth. the fact that David Spade actually outranks him and uh, Alex Trebek—that's. Uh, but how is Shawn Michaels only seventh? Because all right, here, I'm tell me if you know all these people. HBK should be all one. Right. Who's who? Tell me the six before HBK. All right, so number one is Selena Gomez. Don't know her. Oh yeah, I, I, know, I know her. I know. I know who that is at least. Yeah, I know I've heard of is. her name. Uh, Larry. <laughs> Don't know. He's a YouTube star. I've never heard uh, of him. Lizzie Worst. Never heard Instagram of her. Instagram star. We're Madison Instagram Pettis. stars. God damn it! What? Madison Pettis. Never She's heard of her. Actress. Uh, she was in her. Hannah Montana, I guess. I know that. That was my Osiris. Uh, Hannah May. Doug Moore, uh, TikTok star. I don't have TikTok. Uh, it's a Chinese Keegan government Allen, tool. He is a TV actor. Keegan Allen Hayes? Keenan Ke no, Ivory Waynes. Is he a Waynes? No. No, no. Keegan Allen. He was in uh, Pretty Little Liars. Never heard of it. And then um, Shawn Michaels. HBK is seven on that list? Yeah, buddy. And then Prince George. Uh, the... Um, six-year-old pedophile uh, <laughs> right after him. Sorry. And then, I, honestly, and then, that was an honest still, And then you still I, go down the list, really and Ezekiel know. Elliott's 11th. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, the uh, running back. Running back for the Cowboys, yeah. Zeke. Yes. Yeah. I'm not, I, but the older I get, the worse I am with names. Th this is where I get bitter old man squeezer coming in when I'm like, who are, like, you're in fucking tiktok go fuck yourself <laughs> we're on youtube we should go fuck ourselves yeah, really <laughs> we should go fuck ourselves i mean hbk was uh, the second and, and, best like we, technical wrestler of all time behind rick flair and he's number seven on the list fuck them man he's yeah fucking a sexy boy even even if even if prince george was number six ahead of hbk i'd tell prince george to go fuck himself and he'd be like, why, sir? May I have why, more sir? gruel? May I have more, sir? I'm still hungry, sir. I don't think that kid's hungry. <laughs> Was he the one who left and went to Canada? He's six. That's his uncle. Right. Oh, I thought that was their <laughs> their kid. I don't know any of these fucking people. 
I don't need Mo Mrs. Squeezer likes that shit, so Yeah, that's one thing I, I don't think Enchantress gives a fuck about, so I don't have to pretend to pay attention to it because I don't give a, a there's no such thing as royals and American life. Right? Oh, our garage is I closing. We always forget to close our garage, so we have an alert on it to close it at twelve ten. We forget. Ah, that's smart. I've got eight cases of Sam Summer in there. I got to keep it protected. Oh, I, there's all kinds of cool shit. There's famousbirthdays.com. You can see all the cool shit that happened on your birthday. Here's a. So, oh, Captain America, the first Avenger came out on my birthday. Oh, it's a good movie. Here's a, here's a true uh, story I heard the other day, Squeezer. Hmm. So, uh, Sam Adams rep told my beer guy that there's a bottle shortage an aluminum shortage and a CO2 shortage. So they stopped the lines down during the week. Cause I was like, why don't you have any summer ale? They're like, Oh, good luck. Yeah. So stock up on your favorite beer now, kids. Oh no. There are all these, uh, it's like all the work stoppages are catching up with, Oh, Jake just texted me uh, a picture. I cannot describe that says happy birthday. Uh, oh, it came to the. It's a collage. It's a collage. I see it. Gentlemen with their shirts off. And you are in the <laughs> middle. I don't see me. Oh, yeah, yeah there, there I am. You're between Jake and Dwayne and the mullet. I, I believe I'm Peter. <laughs> hmm. I like that I'm Jesus in this picture. Yes. Well, of course. If you're going to go sacrilegious, go all out. All right. All right, Joe wants me to uh, do Trump making a new list of who has the same birthday squeezer. A lot of people have said that HBK and these TikTokers have the same birthday squeezer. That's not true. That's fake news, everybody. You've heard of fake news. I coined the term fake news. Here's who really oh, had you. the same birthday as squeezer. Have you ever heard of a little president? Name Abraham Washington Lincoln the third. He's the best president. We had a monument. I don't I really have nothing. I got no I have no <laughs> material for this. Uh Fabulous Moolah was also the twenty second. Oh, the Moolah. She's uh she's Mount Rushmore wrestling ooh, and, right there. Oh Albert Brooks. Oh, Albert Brooks, Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the, the dad from uh Frasier that you don't like. Do I not like him? No, I mean, I'm sorry. The dad from Frasier, the show you don't like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that kind of, I know. That came off as hurtful. Right, it did. All right, uh, Squeezer, let's go to your next pick because we're kind of down a rabbit hole here of, of birthday oh, yeah. shenanigans. Yes. Shenanigans? Hey, Farber, what's that place with the mozzarella sticks and all that shit in the wall? Shenanigans. <laughs> all right, here you go, Squeezer. Here's your next pick. Whoa, not again. Spilled coffee everywhere. All because your cup holders never have room for actual cups. Well, not anymore. Now there's Car Valet, the easy way to add extra storage space to your car. Car Valet instantly gives you more room for drinks and a place to put your other stuff, too. Use it to hold your charger, your sunglasses, and your cell phone, and keep it all neatly organized. That way, when you have a drink you need to put down, you'll actually be able to use your car's cup holders for a change. And when you have multiple cups, you'll have a safe and secure place for everyone. 
No more taking chances with cup caddies. Never a good idea. The fuck is this? <laughs> oh, it's an infomercial. All right, so this was it's a little later infomercial, but it gets the point across. Oh, also, hey, Brian Vogel's song shares a birthday with me. We could have had birthday beers together. Kutztown alum, Brian Vogel's song. Yeah. You both are Kutztown uh, alum. I mean, he pitched in San Francisco and won a World Series. You do the Ride Years podcast, but you both went to Kutztown. And you both yep. were colleagues at one point. Uh, so no, he. I don't think I was back yet. By the time he was pitching, I was triple. I was there. running solo at that point. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have me. Him and I um, went out for a drink one night and talked about. Oh, he didn't invite me. For well, full I, don't, I think you were working forensic files. You must have. Been. Oh, all right. Heater met yeah. us out too. He was a nice guy. You wanted to talk Kutztown, and I didn't know what to talk about. Oh, let's see if I was there. I could have helped you out. You could have. Yeah. Go to Letterman's, which is sadly closing. Uh, and then you go to Mark's and get a cheeseburger sub. And then the pizza place at the top of the hill, if you get the pizza with broccoli on it, you get weed. So. Good to know. Yeah, right, there you go. Tell us about this. Uh... All right. So it's not just this thing, but car, gadgets, gizmos, accessories uh, as a whole. So there, there was this gray area where – so you you were probably late to the game then because I thought you would, would have had it before me. But if you were driving – I'm guessing that most of us started driving somewhere in the 90s, either early, mid, or late 90s. Um, and – you might not have had a new car on new car at the time. So if you had an older car, especially something mid, early 90s and earlier, you might have not even had a damn cup holder in that thing. You had nothing. If you're lucky, you had a cassette deck. And then you got a cassette deck, that means you can get the accessories to put that shit. You get the, the tape deck adapter that goes to your Discman. And then you have that all wired up. And then you have the other thing mounted onto the dashboard so it, like, doesn't like slide off the seat and then you have the cup holder thingy either clipped to the window or to the dashboard um or in my personal case my favorite my dad's that he had it was this heavy ass fucking it was this bean bag with a cup holder in it so that it could sit in the center console mm-hmm. and he had two of them because one was in, one was the ashtray and then the other was for his giant ass coffee mug because <laughs> the, the 88 bronco 2 did not have any cup holders in it. Oh. And the ashtray on it was way too small for him, so he needed something bigger. <laughs> yeah, remember when cars came with ashtrays? Cigarette lighters and ashtrays. Well, no, they, st- they still have the, the ports well, for the they, cigarette well, no, lighters. They, still come, they come with the port, but they don't actually... Right. They, for a while, you had to like request to have a cigarette lighter put right. in. I don't even know if they'll even do that no, anymore. No, but the ashtrays is something special there. Yeah. Uh, with the little, like the little catch for it. So you can like, uh, it had a little thing so you can like clip the cigarette in it. Um, yeah, my first, and well, my first car was an 82 Chrysler Reliant, uh, station wagon. Mine was, it kind of looked like, it kind of looked like the Griswold car, but without the wood paneling. The family truckster. Mine was a 93 Jimmy style Chevy Blazer, white boxy with, Two rows of bench seats, a bench seat in the front row and back row. 
Nice. Also, Autumn, if uh, uh, Brian, if, if Autumn leaves you for Chandler or Rachel, we'll take you. Don't worry, buddy. Come live with us. Same state, just different lingo. We say yous instead of yins over here. Yeah. <laughs> you have to you have to eat a Wawa instead of sheets. You'll you'll, you'll adapt quickly. Uh, yeah, you adapt pretty yeah, quickly. You'll, you'll pick off right. quickly. What are you gonna do? Go west? <laughs> so Ohio. No. <sighs> but yeah, I, I your car would be so rigged out. Like now you have all these gadgets and gizmos and shit, but it's all built in. It's like one screen and you're done. And and you got some fancy pants shit too. Mm, um, but even mine, pretty damn fancy. Um. But there was a time we had so much shit just cluttered up and attached, like, to the air vents. And, like, my first satellite radio, I had that XM, like, pocket one that you can kind of carry with you. Oh, I had one of those. Yeah. And you had to put the antenna on a magnet and wire it into your uh car. Oh, God. You had to wire it in through the rubber lining. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my sister, though, was the best. And I I give her credit for this. The CD player in in her car broke. She had uh, a... It was a 93 Jetta, uh, Jetta 2. And it was my mom's car. And then after that thing, like, she bought it. And then, like, day one, like, oh, this was a fucking lemon. Car sucked. Um, and the CD player shit the bed on it. Like, it just completely died. The whole speaker, everything just died. So she just had a shitty little, like, CD player boom box that would just sit on the passenger seat. And that was her radio slash stereo. Just drive around with that. Huh sitting on the passenger seat it was it was classy um yeah but go ahead go ahead over the floor but oh yeah so yeah the one the infomercial that i was watching that one kind of wedged between like the center console and the seat next to you but what ferris is talking about and i remember these was like the ones that would go over like the hump between um like the floor there between like the dash and it was especially in like nineties SUVs. There was all that extra space. Mm-hmm. I couldn't cause the Bronco was stick shift. So mm-hmm. like the two shifters were down there cause there was one for four wheel drive and the regular five speed. Um, I don't know. They still make Jettas. Yes. Lisa drives one for work. Oh, okay. It's assigned to her. Are they nice. My sister. Um, also okay, our, ours was a fucking disaster. Brian, you will not get beat up by them Philly Jags because we're in the Lehigh Valley. Those Philly Jags are far enough. We'd get hammered by the Philly fans, too. I like the Vikings, remember? That that put a big hammering on me just because I don't like the Eagles. You don't, and Squeezer likes the Dolphins. They'd, they'd hammer yeah. us both. If you don't yeah, like, this is actually Dolphins country up right. here. Like, it, I know more Dolphins fans than do Eagles it, fans. If you don't like the Eagles in Philly, it doesn't matter if you, like the, if, you, if you are a Philly and you don't like the Eagles, they will fucking hammer you. <laughs> Yeah. So don't yeah, worry. If you don't like them, you come here and you'll have you can go fuck the Eagles and you'll have plenty of people get your back. Because because we know all the people that do like the Eagles and we're sick and tired of dealing with them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. All right. So should we go my next pick? Oh yeah, we can move on. All right. Here is mine. My darling Colette, I meant to stop by last night, but I couldn't. The hill's too steep. Don't blow it. 
get the new ABT brake only on rollerblade skates. It's the easiest way to stop from the company that got it all started. Rollerblade. So I'm talking the 90s fad of rollerblade. That's still a fucking fad because I have a pair of rollerblades in my garage that I bought last year, Squeezer. I was yep. a skateboard kid through and through. I had a couple boards. I would put my own bearings, decks, wax them, wheels, all the same shit. And then one day I tried my friend's rollerblades. Next thing you know, I'm saving my money for a pair of K2 fatties with grind wheels or, or plates. And I am hooked. I am all, as Squeezer would say, in on rollerblades. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I loved K2 fatties. I had so much fun. I still have fun on rollerblades. They are quite dangerous, but they are so much fun. Uh, it's it's basically ice skating on a the concrete. So why ice might be a little forgiving and soft, concrete just completely tears up your uh, skin. Ass. Oh, hey, Schmuffin. Do you hear Schmuffin? Hi, Schmuffin. Hey, Schmuffin. Coming in to say happy birthday, and you better give me some food soon, or I'll eat you for your birthday or your face off, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. Um, it's, that's one good thing about doing these night shows again, Schmuffin appearances. It's been a few months, Schmuffin. Uh, so yeah, I had K2 fatties, and since my mom would not let me uh, own Jankos, I'd have to wear my. Um, Silver tab jeans with my K2s and my Airwalk uh, um, windbreaker jacket that I had. It was before Airwalk became like a Kmart brand, which I would have been able to afford back then. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't. And it had to be like an Army Navy or a Pacific Sunwear or a Styles West squeeze. Remember Styles West next to Arby's? In the mm -hmm. hall? Yeah. Styles yep. West is where we got our skater clothes before our counterculture clothes. Remember that brand, Counterculture? Uh, I like their coffee. I don't know if that's the same company. It's not, but... <laughs> uh, but yes. It's good coffee. No, no, that we did not have breaks. You had to, you had to stop uh, uh, ice skate way. The, I don't know. How does that work? You just go sideways and you stop. Oh, no, I couldn't. I even had brakes and I couldn't stop and I still have a scar on my ass. Well, this commercial was for like a special brand of rollerblade with like a special stopper on it that allowed you to stop. Yeah, like I had the little heel thing. You're supposed to like just rack your heel back and you're supposed to stop you. It didn't. It didn't right. This was for a, a special different kind of one. Um,. But yeah, K2 fatties, there were no brakes. You took the whatever brake thing was off if you had brakes, but the K2s didn't have brakes. Uh, and I had the two middle wheels. There, you had the option of they went up into the, the skate itself so that if you hit a grind, you could grind wheel, or you could buy plates that went over it. So you only had two wheels and plates. Yeah, Airwalks had a few pairs in uh, the Payloss run too. Which I was jealous. I was like, what the fuck? Airwalks cost a fucking fortune. And now... I had a crush on a... Fair City had a crush on a girl that wore shiny pant leather Airwalks. Yeah, I know. Airwalks were the fucking thing. <clears throat> now it's... It was a Kmart brand. I don't have no idea who sells Airwalk anymore. God, they were... F they were so fucking comfortable, though. 
Like that that's old man squeezer coming through. Like I I would want to wear airwalks, but look, I'm not trying to be a poser in quotes, if you will. It's just these are quite cozy and I'm enjoy my feet enjoy these, so yeah, I had Airwalks, Vans back then, but I mainly I still wore Nike. I still love Nikes. Nikes were all Nikes. I still are my are my favorite sneakers because I have like um, high arches. So mm. need... it's strange because even though I, I I I like Adidas, but I have very like broad feet and they're they're not meant for me. But I wear them anyway. Does that girl still hold up, Ferris? Who's this girl? Uh, I crush, yeah, this girl <laughs> with the patent leather airwalk still hold up. Airwalks. I got to follow airwalks. That's awesome. I guess since Kmart went out of business, they got the brand back. I was so huh. jealous when I saw my Kmart. I'm like, oh, man. I, I, should, look, I, I, I should look at them because I did like them back in the day, and I need a so new pair I, of sneakers. Yeah. I made fun of her having British nights. Are you kidding? BKs were really popular. Yeah, you could have told everyone that you were on fucking Double Dare. Right. I had uh, most of the shoes I had as a kid were LA Gears, um, or like generic like Payless or like James Way sneakers, with like Mario the Mario Brothers on. I had Mario World Super Mario World sneak Velcro sneakers for sure. Oh, doesn't Munch have a bunch of airwalks? Because all he wears is the airwalk steel tips. No, he wears uh, Skechers steel tips, buddy. Oh, did he switch? I thought he was airwalks. Nah, he used Skechers steel tips for a long time. He probably wore airwalks mm -hmm. back in his hardcore juggalo phase. Woo, woo! No. <laughs> did you see the juggalos canceled the gathering of the juggalos because they said it's not worth <laughs> one juggalo getting sick? And then they put out a, a, a Black Lives Matter tee to raise money for him. And someone wrote, when the jugglers have uh, more common sense than our government, that's when you know we're in a problem. They're like, yeah. the, they went from the insane clown posse to the, uh, uh, I think it was generally um, reasonable clown posse, I think the joke was. Woo, woo. Yeah, fucking... I much love for the Juggalos and the ICP, man. I I owned uh, the Great Malenko on CD Squeezer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I was at one point a Juggalo. That was very popular. I still enjoy it. It's funny. They they, they did good work. I like the Juggalos. If, if you like wrestling in the, in the late 90s that we talked about, you had to like the ICP. Yeah. When they did, they did the fucking color commentary and play-by-play -play for Strangle Mania. That was hysterical. <laughs> That's fucking so great. Woo woo. Get your fago and have a good time, man. I don't know why they get such a bad rap. You know, it's not. It, I I saw Buff Bagwell in a bunch of uh, Skinamax flicks. There was one really? in particular that involved like RC cars that were bombs. I remember it was horrific, but oh, Joseph. we were just up late at night watching. Like, I'm like that's Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell. Joseph Grace, longtime listener, first time caller. Sweet pair of Airwalks for BMX racing. Had a spawn the bottom for clipless pedals. That's awesome. Um. Well, now I know I'm get. I'm gonna now go and get myself a pair of Airwalks. Get you some some Airwalks, there, buddy. All right. 
We are on your next pick. Here you go, handsome. Is it? What was yours? Oh, you did rollerblades. Rollerblades, buddy. What we were talking about for the last 20 minutes. We were talking about airwalks. Every day, and America Online is making it easier for people to live, work, and play. Hey, Dan, ready for the game? I'm just finishing up here with my new kayaking friends. Kayaking friends on your computer? Yeah, I just got America Online. Sounds great. Listen, I can't go to the game today. What? I've got to send something for my mom's birthday. It's tomorrow. I'll then book plane tickets for our trip next week, and my kids got to go to the library to look up dinosaurs. Hey, we can take care of all that before we go. Yeah, right. Oh, with America Online. America Online with can America do all that. With America Online. How about sending your mom's yeah, nice yeah, you have to play the whole thing. All you do is click uh, on Marketplace. It, it, we place an order. Oh, man, yeah, I, I was laughing at this thing. Why did they have to put so... infomercials out? You got about seven CDs in your fucking mailbox, or seven floppies in your mailbox a week. They didn't have to advertise. Here's the weirdest thing I found, what I found about this was at the end of it, and it makes sense that they didn't have this at the time, but now you see it, and it, it stands out. Or at the end, it's like, well, how do I get America Online? Oh, it's easy. Just call their 1-800 number. Or just and then that's it. Look in your fucking Not mailbox. Go in your mailbox. Yeah, there's either a bunch of fucking floppy disks or a stack of CDs waiting for you. Um, oh yeah, we would get those. In, so in college, we would we were still getting those. And uh, my one friend, he we did the entire wall in AOL CDs, and it looked glorious. It was when the sun came in, it just glistened. It looked so nice. We uh, um, in eighth grade, we had physics squeezer. And uh, mm -hmm. we had to make self-propelled vehicles, and we raced them to get graded. And a lot of kids use connects. I was saving AOL discs at the time. I took like ten on each side, and I I hot glued them together, and I hot glued rubber bands around uh, the edge. So like like around, so there was ten thick, and then I I hot glued rubber bands as the treading for, mm -hmm. the, for the wheels, and then I just used like just a random piece of wood as the base and two tiny fucking coins. I think I used as the front wheels with rubber bands hot glued to them. Mm -hmm. And I won. I had the fat, I had the, I, my car went the longest distance. I beat the connects cars that are built for that. You know, you use a rubber band to propel it. You wrap it around yep. the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, that, that's smart too, because when you start getting momentum on those larger wheels, yeah, um, it's going to carry you a little further towards uh -huh. the end. And I used, Smart a boy. I used a pen as the axle. That's what Smart. my, my physics teacher goes, this is a smart design. I'm like, it's just shit I had in the house. <laughs> yeah, we would, um, they'd be great Frisbees. We would just have disc fights. Like you just whip them at each other. Um, and when they hit that cinder block dorm room wall, oh, it just shattered. And there, there was some blood, but it was a good time. I don't know if, if this would surprise you or not, but the hot glue gun in my house was basically like a Coca-Cola serve-yourself dispenser at Burger King. It was always on. It was always running. <laughs> it was always full of glue. It just whatever you needed to fix anything or, or make anything. The hot, you just went down into the garage and, and to my dad's workbench, and the hot glue gun was ready to go. And, and gluing together uh, AOL discs was... Satisfying? It was satisfying. Cause I never, I, I was, did you have so, AOL? Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the longest time. That was our go-to. It wasn't until... 
Fuck, when did we even drop them? That was like our first like real internet. Uh... Huh, we we had Prodigy at first, like my JYEV35C. Mm. My dad obviously was JYEV35A. My brother was B, I was C, my grandfather was D. Um that was our first internet. And if you uh Everyone else had AOL and AOL and some messenger and we had a cable modem and I was jealous of the kids with AOL, even though we had a cable modem, mm-hmm. you know, cause I didn't have AOL, but then they released aim in some messenger and I was, yeah. I was fine, but, uh, and how huge was that? Oh, that was, Just, that was, that was the texting before there was texting. That was texting before texting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, we were AOL. I'm trying to figure out when we finally ditched. AOL, but we didn't need it anymore. Um, was it after we switched to DSL, maybe? Um, yeah, I had I, we had the cable modem, and it was the size of a VCR. It was made by Zenith, actually. And we had, we had <laughs> w- Windows 3.11 for work groups or whatever. And there was like 50 icons. It was like uh, Mosaic was our, our – that's how you got on the internet, the World Wide Web. And there was like use mm-hmm. groups, Winsock. Gopher, there was all these icons on there for like different internet things. And you didn't like log in. Typically, you were always logged in. It was really weird. You know what I mean? Well, it weird then, but whereas now it's like you don't think. Now you don't think about it. But back then it was really weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you back then the the process that go through the fucking dial up. And I I remember watching these tiny little on MTV.com. These tiny little like twelve second thumbnail music video clips, and yep. being like blown away that I was able to watch them with a cable modem, um, mm-hmm. because you, you oh I without, couldn't yeah I wasn't yeah, possible yeah. to and watch those the video was no, impossible. Now we no, I, we stream. I would go down and download uh, Simpson uh, wave files to customize my computer yeah and uh, little clip art that or little clips that i can then put over like icons instead i was downloading uh uh gifts not animated just standard gifts of mm-hmm. the mortal Kombat uh palette swap characters to make my own palette swaps in microsoft paint to make my own yep. characters and then print them out in our inkjet care printer that didn't use it didn't have a blank cartridge it used the one color cartridge and it used all the colors to make black so it ran out in about three pages, and my dad <laughs> wanted to kill me. Uh, but yeah, that's. Um... But yeah, the amount of time that I, I wasted on there just reading the dumbest shit, and it's funny. I, I was just going through looking well, at I mean, images of it. That that's even... internet nowadays too. Well, yeah, it it it's the exact same thing, just bigger. Um, it's funny. I I was scrolling through and. Re- they're talking about friends in the chat and in one of these pages the november 20 november 27th and I, there's no date on it but and it's just like jennifer aniston is like the highlight of like the day's like top story and it's clearly like her friends like headshot um but yeah they, aol did a great job of like streamlining it though because like you i would never go like those they had those channels I have no idea. Um, I never was on AOL once in my life. Okay. So they, they had channels, and it was like a nice, pretty interface for the time. Um, but yeah, I would just find my way into you know chat rooms, and then you just start. 
I don't know. I, I don't think I, I realized I was probably trolling people before there was actually a thing, a trolling thing. Like I was just, I wasn't doing it to be uh, vicious or malicious. I was just <laughs> you're doing being stupid. You didn't know any other way. No, I'm just being an asshole. I'm a kid. Um, yeah, and then I don't, I don't know what what I did with the internet to begin with. Like, I don't know. Like, because there wasn't even like like by the time like they got news and like got it up there, it was already like, and I didn't care about news. So, um, I, I remember my dad wanted like me to look up like racing stats for him and stuff like that, and he, these pages were just so antiquated uh it was e- even like for that time I'm like Ugh, look at this like where, where are right. the flashing lights and the uh where, where's the hit ticker at the bottom that's when you know you made it oh yeah my first uh, website i designed uh had the hit ticker oh yeah i i taught myself html i my one of my first jobs making money because I work in television, one of my first jobs making money, I was designing websites. Um, mm-hmm. It was easy back then before HTML5. I think I do a good job with Squarespace, even though they're not a sponsor on our site. I haven't done a blog in a while. I got to mm-hmm. do a blog. I got to do some blog. I've 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 photo scanned of our trip to to Disneyland, uh, Disney World when I was a kid. You guys will like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even. I remember, like, I, I did HTML shit a lot, and like in high school and stuff like that. And yeah, my and my web page. Well, I'm trying to think of what the host was because it was one of those free ones where you had to put like a bunch of shit before it and after it, the actual name, because you didn't actually have the domain. Right. Um, mine was like Hot Wire or Hot Spot or something. I forget. Uh, but um, mine was like something green or something. I, I learned Flash really quick. I mean, that's why I'm so good at After Effects now, Squeezer, because I learned Flash. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember up until five years ago, the website we had at work was designed by me. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so it was yeah. just, I, I was never trained officially. I just, it was something I taught myself. And it was, coding is easy if, if you just like, like know what you're doing. I had like a Dreamweaver for Dummies book. And um, a Flash for Dummies, and I learned. And, and Flash is all like animation. It's it's just like After Effects. It's all keyframe, so you can do really simple and easy, cool stuff in there. But it just it just went away because once you could do that easily, like load like once you could load a video as easily as you could load a, a cheap Flash animation, that's when Flash went away. Went away for good, Mister Squeezer. Did you used to get a little hard on from that? You've got mail. Oh, yeah. It was always garbage, but it was exciting it garbage. You, it makes you feel loved. Uh, and, and if you, you can, like, you know, you'd be able to customize it, too. So, like, every little different thing had a sound for what was either available or going on. So it, it would sound like just, like, a war zone, like, when you boot up the computer, <laughs> when you got on. Just, Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if Todd, I, I fell out of touch with Todd well before even AOL, so. Oh, shit, I'm not looking at the Todd. chat. Where are we at here? <laughs> I bring up Todd. Yes. Uh, 
I hope he's doing Sean's all right. Sean's saying his living room TV was uh, every t- television in our house. Sean was Zenith. That was my dad's brand. I, I told the story before how my dad bought a 27 inch Zenith TV and we hid it in the garage before my mom knew about it. 27 inch TV. It was like, holy shit, this is the biggest thing in the planet. <laughs> um, I should. Joe says I should do Trump making executive order to bring back OEA. As of now, there will be no more internet, no more Facebook, the dirty lying. I'm going to roll back the rules protecting social media. From now on, if you want to get on the internet, you got to go through AOL. You got to wait till we send you a CD in your mail. Then you'll be able to log on. If you got mail, it's usually from me. I sent you a mail. Uh, that's a bad Trump today. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, downhill skiing game was a shit, that DOS game. Uh, Ask Jeeves and that Dr. Sotsi, where you like type to him and he'd be like, tell me what else is bothering you. (laughs) Remember him? Uh, Hold on. Early PC psychology. Doctor something. Uh, I don't know. It was Doctor something, and you type to it. He'd tell him your problems, and he'd like give like generic answers. What does that make you feel? Remember that? My neighbor, Matt. Oh, so like that. a real therapist. Yeah, it was like a therapist. Hmm. Um, Dr. Sapeso. S-B-A-I-T-S-O. Yeah. Uh, S- it was distributed with like Creative Labs Sound Blaster cards. S B A I T S O. Look it up on YouTube. So it converse with you. S B A. S B as in boy. I A-A. see. I see it. Yeah. Doctor Spitzo. Huh. You gotta yeah. So it, it'd be in like a thousand. Like he'd talk to you, and it was to show off like Sound Blaster cards. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. So you guys know what I'm talking about. Dr. Spaceo. There you go. Here's a little Dr. Spaceo for you. Dr. Spaceo, my creative labs. Please enter your name. C-H-E-K-H-O. We, my neighbor had this, because his, his, his uncle was Hello, like a computer guy. My name is Dr. Spaceo. So we play this to help you fucking say ball is in your day mind long. Really. And we'd Our say like naughty things to it. Will be kept in strict yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying, my, my buddy was more computer so savvy than I was back at the time. And he, uh, he also had print <laughs> shop. And then I eventually, like, we had fun with print shop and Dr. Spazzo. Oh, God. That was. Well, and then we made uh, they made uh, fake uh, jersey IDs because they didn't need the oh yeah I jersey was a lot time. easier to rip off. Squeezer, who is Todd's favorite? Everyone wants to know anything about Todd. 
Does Todd have AOL? <laughs> when did I start here? I don't uh, know about he Todd. He might even be in this. He might even be watching this. Oh, no, Todd. Um, let's see. Who's Todd's favorite wrestler? Can I get some Alex Jones talking about Todd? Not sure. Everybody, Alex Jones, for your, your favorite. God telling you the real news when all the fake news out there. Everyone, you're going to listen to the fake news. Uh, DC elitists, the DC pedophiles. You're going to want to avoid them. Big shout out to Eric from Texas, who is suffering from frog AIDS, HIV he got from frogs. Silver Solution was sent out to him. He will survive. The Silver Solution will also, also uh, prevent you from getting all forms of coronavirus. Squeeze his friend Todd. He did not take Silver Solution. He got HIV from Todd. I'm sorry. He got HIV from frogs. He is now a gay frog, Todd. Sorry, the HIV benefits. You want to go to InfoWars.com 24.98. You're going to get it with the promo code RAD. It's going to be a price you will not pay anywhere else for the Washington, D.C. pedophiles. Oh, God, that hurts my voice. <laughs> Hashtag save Todd. Hashtag rip Todd. Hashtag where's Todd? Todd will be trending after this show. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Are we on my last pick or your last pick? There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of Todds out there. Like, what the fuck is this all about? Yeah, Todd was uh, in uh, in um, uh, community. He, 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 Todd was a fucking the uh, shit character that no one wanted anything to do with. So it's funny. It's it. The joke works. All right. All right. So I have it two. Works. I have two clips to play for you in, in my next pick. To prove to you that it, it is a fad. So here, it, it, it'll, they'll be back-to-back clips. Here they are. My next, my last pick. Where's Waldo? Whoa! Greetings. Heard about my new SpaghettiOs pasta shapes? You're in SpaghettiOs? New Where's Waldo SpaghettiOs. With hats, walking sticks, shirts, whoop, even me. All with that great SpaghettiOs taste. All right, chow time. You've got to find them first. Got it! Way to go! Mm. See you around! I've gotta have SpaghettiOs! And Waldo! Where's Waldo? Finding him can be a real adventure! He's there somewhere, and you can always find him on the brand new Where's Waldo! Saturday on Kid TV! So, while Where's Wally might have been a thing created in 1987 in fucking England, Whereas Waldo became a 90s phenomenon. Same thing. They just changed it to Wawa. Waldo. Waldo. Where's Todd, everybody? Where's Todd? So these books were expensive. So I did not necessarily have Where's Waldo books. But there was tons of spinoffs. Do you remember, like, the Seek and Find, the Big Book Search and Find? Uh, there was tons of different books to Where's Waldo. And there was so much. Oh, I'm sorry. Squeezer's not potted up. Squeezer, I'm sorry. You weren't potted up. All right. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we had all of them. So there were, like, different, like, puzzle books where you'd have to, like, search and find different things, and you'd buy, like, a book, and there was, like, a themed guy in the book. But there was, like, also... Waldo in Time was my favorite. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, the the outside of Waldo. Like, it spun, like, a whole, like, like oh, genre yeah. of books that were find something. So it was search for this guy. And then there, there'd be, like, a whole bunch of different puzzles. But, like, as a kid, you could pour through those and just enjoy. It was like a comic. You just enjoyed the 
minutia of everything that was going on in the scene, right? That's the per- perfect way to describe it. Yeah, the minutia. And in my that's what I loved about it more than anything. Right. Fuck Waldo. Yeah, fuck Waldo. I love the minutia of the scene. In my mind, I got lost in it, and it was like it was like that scene was where I was living now. And for me, mm-hmm. like there was nothing better. Like I still feel nostalgic for like where's Waldo style puzzles. I love them. Like like the way they used to make them. Like with the fucking again minutia of 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 detail. There was so much going on. So many red herrings and so much stuff to distract you. It was so much fun. I loved like the style of find them, the Where's Waldo style puzzles when I was a kid. They made an NES game out of it, which was what I was playing as we started the show. They had a fucking cartoon in 1991. And it's, it's still a fucking theme. Like There's still a cartoon that's now out that's popular of Where's Waldo. They even like still use it in pop culture. There's a Where's Bar book. They put out a poster of, of Barb from Stranger Things with the similar um, of, of gadgets. But when we were kids, the Where's Waldo style find them books were huge. You could buy them in Giant. And that's where I think I got one of mine. And I, I would just take these books and pour over, like like get lost in the scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one in particular. What the fuck? I'm trying to think what book it was in. Was it in time... Was it I Spy? No. All right. So there is one scene where they're they're playing a game, where it's kind of like uh, kind of like a handball kind of thing, and there's like four teams, four goals, but in the middle, there's just a pit to eternity that like some guys just fall to their death in. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know, but there's the Where Are You books, the Search and Find. Um. I spy. There's so many. I I I found one. I, I hold on. I'm gonna log in to work because I found one on my work computer the other day, and I can't find it right now. It's I, I was like, oh, this will be so easy to just find <laughs> again. And you know mm. how, you know how that mm. goes, Squeezer. Oh, I know how it goes. I'm gonna find this. Luckily, I could just launch Splashtop and go right there and not have to worry about it. Oh, look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants, paying for shit. For 10 years now, I've been paying for this. Wow. I think. A lot of years. Uh, All right. Okay. I'm going to find this. I found it. So, um... Oh, it was a fantastic journey. That's the one. The one I'm talking about is where are they? Detect Donald, seek and find Squeezer. So the book had like a where are they? Hold on, I'll send you a picture and then you can tell me if you remember them. Uh, oh, I found I, I can get a poster of this whole scene. I might do that. Remember these books? I just sent you. Look at your text. 14 bucks. Looking at my text on the rad years. So it's Where Are They? And uh, by Anthony Tallarico. And it was Detect Donald. And you scroll through and there was like, there was like a checklist on the left. And there's each, each character had like little sayings. 
and you had to find him. And, and as you went through the book, the scenes got more complicated. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I love these books. You see it, Squeezer? Oh, and I got another... Where are they? I do not remember this. Oh, yeah. I got it from, like, Giant. Like a knockoff. Where's Waldo? Everyone wants to find Todd Squeezer. I think you opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> Listen, uh, Barb wasn't overrated, but the Duffer Brothers did a really good job of making you feel sorry for someone in every episode. It was Barb in season one. I'm sorry, every season. It was mm -hmm. uh, Bob in season two. But fucking justice Ugh. for Bob. Oh, that was heartbreaking. It ripped your fucking heart out. And just when you think... No, no, it ripped his fucking heart out. They did. But just when they think it couldn't make you feel any worse, in season three, it was Dimitri uh, when he was like finally mm -hmm. like enjoying himself and they he just got shot right there. And first of all, I could watch season three of Stranger Things over and over. That's the best season. It's my favorite season. I love season three of Stranger Things. Where in the world is Todd San Diego? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this was, uh, where's Waldo? The great ball game. And, like, to me, like, in my head, like, I created <laughs> an entire sport around this. Like, and it's something, like, we would put on TV, like, today. Like, there's four goals and a pit where everyone can fall to their death in the middle. What the hell are you talking about? And we could put on Spike. Are you, are you, you're just randomly pitching something outside of, uh, where's Waldo? No, yeah, it's, it's a... A page out of Waldo. Oh, 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 oh! And we can oh, oh, oh. pitch an entire show off of it. Gotcha, I gotcha. All right, that's fair enough. Um, you ready to talk about your last pick, Squeezer? Uh, uh, yeah. The people want to hear about Todd, but we'll let them hear. About I, you. I shouldn't have mentioned Todd because I have you have as much information as Todd, um, Todd Pettingale. as I do. I don't know anything about Todd. In fact, I'm kind of lost. I know you mentioned a Todd, but I really don't know what the... They ran with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Autumn said Brian bought uh, her a big-ass pack of 24 cans of SpaghettiOs from Sam's Club for a Christmas present. That's like... My God. That's like the best wow. Christmas present ever. Brian? Top three Todd. I'm not single now. Todd Pettingale. Yeah, I know, right? But he is. Um, well, he's coming to live with me. I claimed him first. Ah. Uh, when she goes to well, we can have a, we can have some weird. Uh, we'll just lay on the couch and watch bowling together. Yeah, I Eat I can be the Randy. Yeah. And. Uh, Mr. Leahy, Randy. Mr. Leahy, Randy. I did have two cheeseburgers for breakfast this morning, so. Cheeseburger picnic. One cheeseburger per person. All right, here's Squeezer's last pick. <laughs> I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize. Is this for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no, sir. This is well before Guardians of the Galaxy, but well after Reservoir Dogs. Um, this came out of 
one Alan McBeal. It's such a goddamn good song, too. Um, number one in 1974. Uh, so this was applied to what would have been an animated GIF at the time. Um, after it took off with uh, um, Allie McBeal, where Calista Flockhart danced with the dancing baby. I have no idea what you're talking about. The dancing baby? I know the dancing baby, but I don't know. I don't know anything about Ally McBeal or close to Flockhart. Okay, just, so the dancing baby the, took off and was like the greatest thing that ever Indiana happened Jones. to the internet, prior to anything else ever happening right, on the I internet. I remember that. Yeah, Ally McBeal was like the first thing to go on and like take it and put it in the show. And I don't know. I I never watched the show, but I don't know if she was like doing acid or she was just mentally unstable. And she just saw the dancing baby come out and they would dance to. Um, uh, hooked on a feeling cover by a uh, blue suede. Mm. I only know this song from Guardians of the Galaxy. It was in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, it was in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, we just watched yeah. that. Ah, oh, so good. But Let's I've, go get a taco. Uh, but I've got, I know, I've got uh, Kill Bill on the mind. Did Todd sing this song as a talent show? Uh, they're obsessed with Todd. They wanted me to make a shirt that says. My uh, Joe says my old, make a shirt that says my old friend Todd. Oh shit! I pot, um, I potted you down. I didn't realize it. Sorry. I tried to pot the car down. I'm learning. It's a new board, kids. I'm learning the board. You can just let it play. It's a good song. You can listen. No, it, it's out. The card ended. Oh. Oh, we rambled on that long about nonsense. Uh, as per usual. All right. So this was like you could you could trace this back like this was officially like this was the first meme. Oh no! What? Yeah, I guess it was. What was that, Vince? Hey, pal, we're gonna have a dancing baby this week, yeah. and the baby so is gonna be the next <laughs> champion. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Vince didn't make the dancing baby the world champ. Oh, like. Well, if it was a little too early, if he would have had like Hornswoggle around for him, <laughs> right, you, yeah. you probably would have had him do it. Oh, no, you're gonna, you're gonna do a job. Tell the dancing meme. Uh, Vince, it's uh, it's uh, computer generated. Hey, pal, I don't care. But get him anyway. Get him anyway. What are you doing? Um, so it, it was in 96 and like this took the internet by storm and because it was an animated gif and it was highly compressed um pretty much anyone can share it and it was like email that did it like right. this was you just emailed this to everyone you knew and then with a virus so you all saw it, and then like three months later your parents emailed it to you like oh did you see this i'm like yeah, I did. This was right around the cusp of me switching. I switched to a Mac in 2000, and I never, never looked back. And sorry, uh, I oh, oh, sorry, Siri. I started talking. I started talking about switching. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but it was like 2000, 2001. I switched to a Mac. I mean, I remember. Uh, this I, was nine. Which one? Is it, which is this? This was 96. Oh, was it? Fuck. Yeah. We didn't yeah, so we didn't share this. I don't this was not a thing. Really? So it, it and it's not like it just came out of nowhere cuz it was purposely created for it, it was a demo for um 
a source in Character Studio for 3D Studio Max. Oh. So that's why it looks so good, because it's professional software that generated this. It's not like some guy just made this in his basement. Like, th this baby already existed. And then guys took it, and they, like, well, this isn't going to be fun. Just like, It's supposed to show, like, the human um But to be mobility. fair, back backtracking, our parents what? were sharing this in, like, 2000, 2001. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, it, it was supposed to show like human movement. Like this is one of those first tracking things. Um, and like it was a sample piece. So when you load it up, it's like, oh, this is what I need to do. And you load it in. And in this case, they it would just be lame if it just walked. So let's make it dance. Let's say do a little cha-cha dance. And then over time, people change it, manipulated it, and compressed it, made it a right. GIF, and then. I think they put Sending the out. OBJ and the material out there, and then that just anyone who had the software could manipulate it, and that's yeah. that's where it. I if you sent me the OBJ and the material right now, I can manipulate it. Mm -hmm. uh, in Element 3D, I don't even have to go to 3D Studio Max anymore. But it's but but this is but that that's now like back then like you basically if you want to do that you were a professional because oh yeah yeah you it had, was expensive you had no, I mean you, I was you need fucking the hardware and like you didn't even own it the the company you worked for like licensed right. it I was yeah, fucking with the unlicensed Photoshop back then for sure though mm -hmm. but not 3D Studio Max I wasn't no I I was I was recreating Wolfenstein characters in Paint. And exporting them over so that their deaths would be more violent and gory. No, I think '96 was when I first pirated Photoshop. '97, I had Photoshop. '98, I first Premiere, I pirated Premiere 2.0. Um, and I used <laughs> Premiere until I got my first Mac, and then I had Final Cut 2.9, and then 3.0, 2. something, and 3.0, my Mac. So. Uh, I hated like 2000 Premiere. I, I, it was the, I, most, uh, was yeah. the most unintuitive thing in the world. I, I Everything was so Windowsy, like right. drop down menu based. I, I ditched it by that time I was on Final Cut, and then Final Cut fucked up, and I went back to Premiere, and now I love Premiere again. Exactly, uh, we went the same path. Yes, yeah, so I was on. like, uh, yeah, I was Premiere, and then went to Final Cut, and it was perfect, and then. Yeah, Final Cut fucked up, and Premiere's like, oh, let's do what they did and make it better, and now, yeah. Yeah. And now everyone's on uh, DaVinci using node-based editing. Because it's, um, it's free. Yeah, well, it's... Goddamn kids and their free software. Free and I'm just talking about me pirating fucking Photoshop. It's good. <laughs> um, Todd, the... Uh, dancing baby or the Taco Bell dog? Um, the Taco Bell. I had listen, guys. I'll post pictures. I had did you had the little stuffy of them? I had the stuff. I had multiple stuffies that said multiple things. I had T-shirts. I was so obsessed with that Taco Bell dog and Taco Bell. I go Taco Bell dog all the time. Uh, I gotta go dancing baby because I had him as a screensaver. I don't know Todd so. I love. Premier I don't know too. Todd anymore either. I haven't seen Todd in like thirty years. I know Todd's back. It's Todd. It's Todd. It's gonna be like Kane when he comes back to take on Undertaker. Todd did have a little brother. I just woke up the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
I, I don't know where we're getting at, but um, all right, so we wind this shit down, Squeezer. We've been doing it for a while. I think that would be a good idea. Uh, yeah, this was 90s fads. Uh, we've been talking about this shit for a good amount of time, and I am stalling while I look for a copy of our theme song. <laughs> you feel like it'd be like at my fucking fingertips, Squeezer. You think a hundred? Oh, here it is, hundred fucking copies of it. My old friend, the Todd father. Todd is a thing now, Squeezer. Congratulations. Oh, I gotta do something. My dumb mouth. Yeah. Um. See, the problem is you had friends when you were growing up. I didn't. That's why this doesn't come back and hit me. Uh. All right. Uh. You guys were awesome. Thanks for staying up till. 1 a.m. when uh, 1 a.m. Eastern for us and celebrating my birthday with me. I'm an old fuck. Yeah, uh, Joe. We uh, Joe asked if we're gonna do an up all night episode soon. I think maybe next week we'll do next week's show and then we'll pick a day. I'll talk with Squeezer, find the best day uh, to do. We're, we're gonna watch an episode of Ronda Shears up all night uh, and do that as an extra, just YouTube only. Uh, watch along show um so that's coming soon uh next week we're doing 90s music right squeeze uh yeah i have it written yeah i think it's music yeah, 90s music then movies and junk food and at some point we'll put that ron Deshier up all night watch along uh thank you guys thank you for the birthday wishes thank you for joining us Thank you for being fucking rad. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same rad time. Same rad channel. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. See you guys. <laughs>